We are your friendly dorks down the hall, and today we are playing a wonderful new tabletop role-playing game. Today, on this episode, we are playing Power Rangers, the role-playing game. More specifically, in this case, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the role-playing game, because they've only done it up to in space, and it's mostly written for MMPR, but whatever. As always, I'm Joey the Token Noob, but a fun fact about this episode is it is my first time being the GM, so today I am ascending from Token Noob player to Token Noob GM, if all goes well. Round of applause for you. Don't we have a soundbite for applause? Yeah, but we'll use an actual uh, <laughs> applause. Yes, be more, like, intimate. We're friends. Or at least I thought we were. I guess not. To my left is... Uh, it's just Jacqueline. It's fine. What? <laughs> and for that, you're not going first this week. Anyway, to my left is the lovely Jake. Am I actually... Oh, I am to your left. Boom. We're not used to this table layout with, no, with Joey being the GM. No, Except it's very it. weird. Look well, at me. Look at me. I am the GM now. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Captain Phillips. <laughs> yeah. What's your love of Power Rangers, if you have any history or knowledge of it? Because that's what we do at this part. I'm the one person who's seen Power Rangers the least out of everyone in this group. The most Power Rangers I've seen was going to watch the movie with you. Yes, oh my I gosh! You went with me because I begged. Yes, <laughs> I went because it would. I knew it'd be fun. And Man, what year was fun. that? Was that fun. was like 2016. 2017. Dang, I was year old. It was the year before the Red Ranger would go on to be the bad guy in uh, Stranger Things. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah, that's that. right. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hot take. Power Rangers 2017. We all love it. It's a good Actually, movie. Actually, uh, we'll talk about that in a second. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Uh, you. Who are you? <laughs> Who am I? I? I ask myself that every night before I go to bed. Yeah. Uh, my name is Jacqueline. And in terms of my, my Power Rangers knowledge, I'm definitely not the most knowledgeable Power Rangers fan, but clearly more than Jake because I grew up on Time Force and Lightspeed Rescue. Those two were yes. my jam. And okay. fun fact, my... Okay, I did watch one. I watched a little bit of uh, Ninja Storm. Okay. That's what it was okay. on when I tried it out. All right, so that's something. That's more than just the movie, which was like I five years ago. Oh my God, that was five years ago. <laughs> Time is an illusion. <laughs> anyway, so fun fact, my very first Halloween costume ever was actually the Red Ranger from Time Force. And I remember I was like four or five years old, probably. I was pretty young. And my mom was like, isn't the Red Ranger a guy? I was like, I don't care, Mom. I'm being the Red Ranger. So in honor of that, I am also playing the Red Ranger today. Fun, fun fact, that same year for Halloween, I was also the Red Ranger from Time Force. Booyah. Jordan. Yeah, so I, I definitely have a history with Power Rangers. I, I My mom always tells a story about how uh, she didn't allow me to watch Power Rangers because she'd heard from the parent groups about how violent it was, but then... <laughs> One day it came on while flipping through channels and she was like, this is fucking stupid. This was what they thought was too violent. But uh, yeah, so I that was around Turbo. I watched Turbo through Time Force as they aired and I had a lot of the earlier shows on VHS. And when I was six years old, uh, uh, Jason David Frank actually taught uh, one lesson at my karate class. So I got to Whoa. learn martial arts from Tommy for... One day that I don't remember at all, but like. It but you can say that you did. That. Hell yeah! Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, so I'm guessing if you couldn't already tell, listeners, the few of you that we have, I am a huge, freaking huge Power Rangers fan. Like, secret shame, it isn't one. I tell people this all the time, and um, 
even into the fact that I took my Power Rangers toys with me to college. I can't tell you how many times pretty girls left my apartment the next morning saying stuff like, Isn't that for kids? Oh! It's like, well, you wanted to wear it last night, so... Yeah, man. That, I, I've had plenty so, of girls cry on my Infinity Con, but it, you know. <laughs> So, you know, there's that. Uh, but no, I love Power Rangers. I've literally seen probably every episode at least one time... I've probably seen Power Ranger, like Mighty Morphin through, oh lord, this is going to be embarrassing, through SPD probably at least like 10 times each. I, I am a huge fan. I wouldn't say I'm like one of the crazy ones, but I, I do have, really? my, I have really? my fair I have my fair share of moments in my love of this show. So to all Question. my other hardcore Power Ranger fans out there, if I fuck up. I apologize now. <laughs> so, without further ado, let's dive right into Power Rangers, the role-playing game, A Fool's Errand. So, our adventure begins. We are at the command center in the battle simulator, finishing up some training. Alpha 5 is finishing up giving our brand new team the basic training and everything they'll need to know to have the last steps in order to pass the Power Rangers Battle Simulator. Aye, 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 Rangers! You've successfully completed all of your Ranger training! Now all you have left is the Power Battle Simulation. This room is designed for you to test your skills against hieroglyphic AI opponents. Remember, you're stronger as a team. Good luck, Rangers! Bear in mind, everybody, this is a brand new dice system called Essence 20. So instead of skill points like in D&D, where if you roll a 20 and you have like a modifier to plus three, you instead roll another dice. Which the Dice Goblin approves of. Are we in morph form or are we just in street clothes? I would say for the purpose of the battle simulator, you are already morphed. Um, oh, right. So, because you're training to okay. get to your potential as rangers. Okay, um, just like... And that's also point of part of the, how the story goes. I should have said that earlier. Thank you. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure, you know. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you guys right now are already morphed. Okay, um, so Oscar the Blue Ranger uh, kind of looks around like like uh, a little nervously like, hmm, I feel something at the back of my neck like, this is getting a little hairy. Calm down, Oscar. We'll be fine. We just have to use our wits and our strength here. And with Regina the Red Ranger by your side... <laughs> You will be okay. <laughs> this one's going to need to pay very close attention later. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's going to be fine. We're, everyone can just chill. Uh, by the way, I'm uh, Gary the Black Ranger, so it's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. Um, and and should we describe what our, what our suits look like? Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like our names already helped that out. <laughs> You're the dice rolling power rangers. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. Without any warning, the lights go out and then come back on. Alpha is gone and replaced by a hemoth patchwork of gray clay and stone standing ahead shoulders tall more than anyone you've ever seen. It looks at you, smashing its cylinder block-sized fists together, stalks towards you. The metallic ground echoes in its substantial weight. It is the Mongo Hollow Putty, and it sets its sights on you and is preparing to attack. Let's go, baby! <laughs> Wait, oh, but I can't say it's morphin' time because we're... Yeah, we're already morphed. We are pre-morphed. <laughs> yes. All right, Jacqueline. 
So what do you want to do? I'm gonna run off to the side, like a little bit closer to him, because I'd like to use my blade bass blaster, but within five feet of him so that I can get an additional D6 for my attack instead of a D2. Oops. Uh, a nine. Yeah, no, you, uh, you, you, you miss pretty wildly. Um, but now that he sees you've swung at him, he is now dead set centered focused on you. Nice to meet you. I'm Regina. Got four HP. <laughs> Jake. I also got four HP. <laughs> what do you want to do? I'm going to take my power axe, walk up, and hit him with two hands. I'm guessing if I get a D4 with my attack, that means I also get my D2 with that. Uh, so you just rolled with a D4, right? I did uh, d20 and then my d6 because it says plus d6 for the attack. Okay. I'm just rolling the d4. We'll go with that for the time being. Brand new dice system, everybody. Be gentle with us. We're seeing the experience. Oh, fuck oh. that. Oh. We are not rolling that well. one with a two, so that's a three total. So, yeah. Um, he, you, you missed pretty wildly, so... As you jump up in the air and attempt to come down with two hands in full Power Rangers style, like Zack on Power Rangers, where he would do the splits in the air and just swing his axe down hard, you literally miss and land directly in front of him. Like, you're about as far away from I am to you, which is about three feet or so. Right. You, you miss dramatically. You cool. tried, Gary. Thanks for the motivation. And Good you leadership. It. You got it, buddy. <laughs> You know, thank God we're getting our bad rolls out of the way now. You know, not, it's, it's you, a good you, arc. yeah, <laughs> you maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> so now he's got his attention directed at you. Okay. Yeah. So the Mongo Hollow Putty is going to now go for Jake. Oh no. Who's Jake? I mean, not Jake. Uh, Gary. <laughs> thank and you. he's going to. Just kind of swing his hands at you directly, like giant hammer fists are gonna just come straight at you. Um, guys, y'all are not off to a great start. Yeah, no, we're not. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was about to make a bad joke, but then all of a sudden, remember, this is a kid show. So we are going. <laughs> all in days I'm getting fisted. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, I'm getting hammered after this. <laughs> okay, so Jake, what is your toughness? My toughness is a 15. Damn, yeah. I, that, wait, that, that hits. Wait, do we get a bonus when we're morphed? I know Oh. Well, the armor. Yes. Bro, do we? Oh. Oh, plus two. Oh, so seven, 17. Yeah, it still hits. Yeah. <laughs> Rip! <laughs> do I? Um, yeah, because I rolled a, a 21. <laughs> Why ask me that? Yeah. That's a fucking point. <laughs> it's like when a DM's like, yeah, does like a does a 30 hit? Like, yeah, bitch, it does. Why'd you even ask? <laughs> of course it hits. Actually, you yeah. know, our toughness is not bad, all things considered. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so Jake, he's going to hit you, and I'm just going to say, uh, so he's going to just hit you really hard and send you flying about about 10 feet and you're gonna land on your back flat. You're unmorphed, you're knocked prone and uh, you're down to one. Well, it's the battle simulator. Mm. I wanna take a nap right here. <laughs> if you guys need me, I'll be listening to some tunes. 
It's napping time. <laughs> what do you do? Whose turn is it? All right, I went. So I would say Jordan. Okay, after cowardly analyzing the situation from the back, I finally pull out my blade blaster. I aim it out, and yeah, I will uh, roll an attack on it. So that's... Okay, so you're using your ranged weapon. Yes. Okay, so you will definitely be able to, from your cowardly corner, probably, I would say, if you're successful. Let's not speak too soon. I would hope so. What I got? Six plus two. <laughs> so your shot just kind of rings out and misses him wildly, but because he's focused on him because he's just killed him, it just goes flying past him. With my movement of 30, can I at least run in between uh, where the Mongo Hollow buddy is and where Gary landed to try to distract it? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right, yeah, so, like, uh, I'm disappointed that my shot misses, but I see Gary's in trouble, so I run to, like, be between him and the putty to hopefully take some damage instead of him. Okay, and now over to Regina, the Red Ranger. All right, so I'm going to try to wildly confuse the beast and run. I'm also going to run towards the side where he's facing near Gary, and now we're Oscars, but I'm going to go, like, the opposite side of Oscar, so that way he kind of has to choose between the two of us as opposed to... Gary. So would you say you're trying to confuse him or evade him? I'm not trying to evade him. So you would say confusion? Sure. So, yeah. So, so I'm I, like, hey, why don't you pick on someone your own size? Yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hot dogs. Uh, <laughs> I only get a straight d20 and I rolled a five. <laughs> Gotta love no modifiers. Should we put all of our dice in the... Uh... Dice jail. Yeah, let's get some fresh dice in here. Yeah. I even, I do this thing where I try to, it's like a weird deja vu dice goblins have where we, you, you keep all so, your dice on like the highest roll that they can do to try to like get them used them to that size. Yeah, keep them all on low. So you said okay. you rolled a five? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, that doesn't work. So you, so he kind of just looks at you and you're kind of just waving your hands in the air doing like this grand like, dance I just don't trying care. to get his attention. And he's just kind of, like, uninterested in what you're doing. You know, that's that's valid. I'm not a bard. Um, yeah. So now he, I guess that since you're kind of... I guess I'm technically out, so what's happening is, is that... You got one health. I'm, yeah, I'm unmorphed, so right now you just see, like, a guy in a black band shirt, a ripped jeans, now just on his phone. <laughs> Well, oh, you yeah. shouldn't is this the like 90s or be are we on in modern day. We're in yeah. modern day. Awesome. This is modern day. Yeah. Okay. So I, I'm just. Um, so I would say that is the wrong thing to do as a Power Ranger, <laughs> even in training. <laughs> I, I thought I was like out. So I thought it was kind of like when you're at a LARP thing that you, you're out. So you're you just know, like okay, well, you know, Jake, <laughs> you, you you could. I, I don't even know. Do you want to try like get away from the thing? Yeah, I guess. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to be over here. No, I'll, I'll text you my location. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the putty, uh, he is still kind of just roaming around, minding his own business. And he is just going to 
He's just gonna wildly swing at... He's gonna swing at Jacqueline, because that's the last person he now remembers who attacked him, if I'm remembering correctly. You know, that makes sense. Somewhere yeah. in your head, you hear, you got this. <laughs> <laughs> so he takes a swing, and he just kind of, like, lands his hammer fists, like in like, in your proximity, like, down, like, at your foot. What are you going to do? Can I grab it? Are you trying to, like, throw him or, like, grapple with him? Oh, what's the name of the move, the wrestling move, where you, you grab him and then you lean back? Suplex? Yeah, can yes. I use my might for that? Uh, I will say yes. yes. Sweet! <laughs> say yes. Do it! Just so we can uh, hopefully move on. Okay, for my might, because I'm the Red Ranger, I get a D2, a D4, and a D6. Fuck yeah! Alright, let's do a mix of dice here. Yeah. So, I rolled a 6 on the D20, a 6 on the D6, and a 1 on the D4. So, plus my 1 from the D2. 14. I would like it on the record that that is the highest roll we've gotten so far on our team, but yeah, it's still a 14 with 4 dice. (laughs) Yeah, with the uh, benefit of hindsight, uh, adding dice instead of adding straight numbers is... Not as easy as I thought. Yeah! So you what was say. the move you were going for, Jacqueline? Suplex. Might. Yeah. So you start to pick him up, and as you go to bend back and do the classic German suplex, you kind of just stop, and then you fall forward, and you're just kind of hugging him now at this point. In your head, you hear, you got this. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of like... Pat his like thought. I'm like, you've been working out. Wow, this looks real nice. A nice meaty. Okay, so Jordan. Yeah, so I see uh, my daring leader hugging <laughs> the monster, and I run over with my power hammer, and I shout, "Sharing is caring!" And I hit it in the face with a hammer. Yes. <laughs> okay, going going for the head. Yeah. God damn it! Oh I got my gosh. ten. What is with us today? So the hammer hits the putty. I'm going to say it doesn't like hit like it does damage, but it touches his face and he now is focused on you. Cool. In that case, since I'm still holding on him, can I just jab him with my power spear Uh, and use my edge? Yes. Roll an attack for me. A three on the D6. And I mean, we can do the edge for the D20, but I don't think I'm going to get better than an 18. And no, I'm not. So that's going to be a 21. For the sake of the game, I'm going to just say that that just nails him. You said 21, right? Yes. Yeah, for the sake of the game. You nailed him square dead center in the chest, and he just starts to ooze into pieces and shatter apart once he hits the ground, and the putty is then no more. Zordon then suddenly appears via the time warp that he's in. It's like a giant Mm. tube that's in the center of the command center, because you all have now exited the battle simulator into the main room of the the command center. And it's all, it's glitzy and glory. It's full of lights. It's very, very scenic, very beautiful. If you've seen the show, you know what I'm talking about. If we had a video, I would pop it up on the screen right now. Is this like the one time per season that uh, you get to wear the ranger suit without a helmet? No. As you exited the battle simulator, you were demorphed automatically. I was already demorphed, so it doesn't matter. That's true. (laughs) So Zordon appears, and he looks at them and says, Rangers, I am sensing distortions in the morphing grid in several locations around Angel Grove. 
I am afraid that General Rita Repulsa is up to something. We are now picking up reports of kidnappings at each of the distortion locations around Angel Grove. I want you to go investigate and see what you can find out. I do not believe that this is dangerous and as the distortions have since passed. Alpha 5 will support you here from the command center should you require assistance. Rangers! I've pulled up information from Angel Grove police files about the distortion kidnappings. I'm transferring that information to your risk communicators now so you can see who the, you're looking for. Go find these three missing people and bring them home. <laughs> so you arrive at the beach. Just to quickly review what we remember already about G. Uh, her Pomeranian purse dog, Clementine, uh, and her, uh, Clementine, and her BFF, Wendy E skipped the job fair on campus and went to the beach to tan. As you do. Mm-hmm. Right. Fuck job day. So you're at the beach. Jordan, mm-hmm. give me an alertness check. Okay. So we just arrived on the beach and I'm just doing alertness for... Mm-hmm. Okay. Da-da. Yeah, I've got magic colors now. <laughs> okay, that's one, two, sixteen. So, you look around and you notice that there is some trash on the beach. And there's about a trash can about 50 or so, 60 feet away from you. And... Um, so you also notice there's a lot of space around with not a lot of too many obvious clues. Um, and you notice in the you notice in the area around the beach that it looks like uh, uh, that uh, bleh, bleh, that there is an area of the beach that looks different when there are than there were here not long ago. The same area is within a hundred feet distance of the dis- of the distortion point. So you kind of like. You notice some like something's different from the last time you were here, and you see a trash can and a bunch of trash, but nothing, no real obvious clues around you. Hmm. I ponder the area, and then I start uh, picking up trash, and I say to myself, "Elf, that uh, uh, littering is bad across all the galaxy." <laughs> uh, what's the annoying guys? Uh, who's kind of like our claptrap that takes care of us. Oh, Alpha 5? Alpha, Alpha 5. 5, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to call Alpha 5? Yeah. Like, hey, Alpha 5, uh, do we have a social handle for this girl that's always on her phone? Aye, 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 rangers. Uh, for Jing Ling Ling, uh, well, there is social media on her. Uh, you, we can certainly look into it if you want. I, can you roll? For, can you, um, I need some investigation uh, info. Seven. You. <laughs> Why couldn't it be a social um, thing? Like, yeah, so you roll that. Sorry, Rangers. Nothing pulls up on Jing Ling Ling's on her, on her social media accounts. There's nothing current. Nothing from before she went missing. Wait, there's nothing from before she was missing? That doesn't I mean make... I mean from after she went missing, excuse me. No, I was just trying to look at the social like media. See what comes up? Like, yeah, I just like want to see her is. like uh, what her name is. Like I was gonna go through Either like, way, you still fail. I know, but I think we had a miscommunication. Uh, I'm sorry about uh, that. Oh, that's cool. So okay. what I meant was I just want to see if I can get her social so that I can like look through like pictures to see if I can find 
her BFS face on there and all that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. So okay. I was going to try to do like... Oh, you're just trying to like find like info on either her or her friend. Yeah, because okay. I figured since she's on her phone, I was like, okay, she's on her phone. That means she posts a lot. So if she mm-hmm. posts a lot, I can find out like Well, no, that, 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 that's smart. Like. I like that. Unfortunately, you, you, I did you, fail. You still failed. But that was a very good yeah, strategy. Yeah. So, aye, aye, aye. Is that all you need me to look up? Uh, what about uh, Wendy's social media? Do, do we have a good idea what she looks like? Roll for me, Jordan. Yeah. Okay. Since you're smart, I'm assuming you have skills in computers. Yes. Give I me have, a computer skills check. Uh, I have technology, so yeah. Okay. I'll I'll say that's fine. Okay, all right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's eighteen. You rolled an eighteen. Yeah. Oh oh sweet thank God. <laughs> <laughs> oh sweet thank God. So Alpha pulls up Wendy Yee's. Um, Social media. Rangers, I found on Wendy's social for you guys that uh, according to her MyFace page, her last post reads, Hi guys. Okay, so my parents are totally freaking out and they're like away from my phone. So I'll see you when I see you. Love you all. Mean it. Hashtag not fair. Ay, 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 ay. Whatever could that mean? Can, uh, can you track the location of where that... Social media status was posted, Alpha 5? Unfortunately, no. Well, damn. Did you say MySpace? MySpace. 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 <laughs> it is MySpace, not MySpace, and not MySpace. I love it. I I'm know. Sorry, MySpace is actually great. But, Rangers, there's one other thing, though. Uh, so, below the post in the video that Wendy recorded from the beach at that time, I'm reading this not in character just because <laughs> I didn't see this at first, sorry. Uh, Wendy's talking directly to the camera, and in the foreground, uh, in the foreground, but in the background, a clown and a mime can be can clearly be seen approaching Ji Lingling. They talk to her, do a little dance, and then do something after which the clowns pick her up. The mime then picks up an oddly shaped uh, object, walks it over to the trash can that you saw earlier, Jordan, mm-hmm. and dumps it. They both then pop out of existence carrying a flattened Jingling Ling. What? what? Uh, we should go check out this device. Yeah. But, uh, they made her flatter? Yeah, Rangers. <laughs> then they just vanished. That doesn't sound good. Uh, Techno, you should go check out the uh, device or thing. Hopefully it's in the garbage can. Please still. don't call me names, but okay. <laughs> so you want to I didn't think Techno was a bad <laughs> thing. So you want to walk over to the trash can you saw? Yeah, I'll walk back to the trash can and look inside. Uh, so, 14? Okay. So that doesn't do you any good. So you just nice. kind of walk up to the trash can and you just kind of you see there's something in there but you're not quite sure what it is. Alright, am I able to touch it? Yeah, I, I would say you, t- you can touch it, even though it only mentions touching it for a success. But I would say, yeah, you can touch it because you're close enough to the trash can that you can see it's, it's in there. I mean, you know something's in there. Sure, I just, like, start freely moving my hands about in garbage, touching all sorts of nastiness. But eventually, what do I come across? Well, since you failed, you're just kind of reaching in the garbage, right? Sure, yeah. I say, I'm really sorry about this, but, and I take the trash can and I just dump everything out. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, this uh, is taking too again, long. Again, you need to do an alertness investigation. <laughs> so that will be a 19. Finally. So yeah, you notice uh, in there, since you did investigation, because I made you, 
Littering <laughs> saves the world, folks. That oh, there is no. a there's a standee in the of the small Pomeranian dog in the trash can. Oh. It, it's kind of sticky and it looks like someone dumped a melted ice cream cone on it. Wait, the dog is flat right now? Yes. It's a standee of it's a standee oh, of a, of yeah. a it's dog. It's like the Chewbacca standee, but But it okay. looks oddly enough like how the dog was described. Do you want to try to pick it up? Or? Yeah, I'm going to try to pick that up. Okay, so you try so you go to pick it up and you notice it is surprisingly heavy for a little cardboard mm. dog. It huh. weighs about a pound and it's printed on both sides with the front of the standee bearing a cute doggy face. In the back of the picture, a well-groomed Pomeranian wearing a bedazzled tutu. So, Jordan, what do you want to do now? Well, uh, first of all, Oscar is horrified up by all this litter. Oh my god, I'm Oscar and I was digging through trash. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> That's that why I said you did it. Alright, anyway. Yeah, I'm horrified by all the litter, but uh, yeah, I'm going to... Uh, uh, yeah, so uh, if... Uh, Greg is already hold Gary. Sorry, Gary is holding the <laughs> Gary Greg whatever the Pomeranian standee. I'll kind of just for him to like hand it over to me so I can weigh it in my arms, and then that uh, I don't know if that's science. I guess to see like uh, how much mass like a cardboard or yeah, like the law of conservation of matter. Like if you squeeze the uh, atoms or something together, it would still have the same weight because like. Even though the space has been compressed, the actual mass so remains the same. You just want to see if it's as heavy as an actual Pomeranian. Yes. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Okay, so that's 11. Uh, I would say, yeah, you're able to figure out that it is the same weight as an actual Pomeranian. Okay. I would say you definitely know that from watching how uh, Gary described it and seeing how he was holding it and moving with it as he picked it up that it is more than it is certainly as heavy as a real Pomeranian. Do we from, know the Pomeranian's name? Clementine. Clementine. Remember it was in your report. You can access okay, that on yes. your communicator or you can also call Alpha and ask for questions about stuff. Uh, all right, yeah. So Remember I... the command center is a treasure trove of all kinds of resources. All right, yeah, like kind of pushing my glasses up, I, I go like, guys, based on like the laws of conservation of matter, no. I think this actually is Clementine. It's just the space has been compressed, but it still maintains the same weight as an average Pomeranian. By the law of what? It's a flat dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I kind of want a hot dog now. You guys want to get lunch soon? Anyway, yeah, a little bit. Um, does hmm. it? Do, do you think Clementine's alive? Oh. Um, Jacqueline, I want you to give me an alertness insight check. Okay. Nine, oh, I mean, 16 plus one. I mean, you didn't even need to do the plus one yet. You're successful. Um, so, Jacqueline, because you're already on the line of thought, that's why I had you do this, you notice that the Pomeranian's face on the cardboard cutout reveals a snarling growl, as if the mm. dog was scared angry or protective even mm. um can i i'll usher to oscar to like set it on the floor so that i can like have some space well he's not the one carrying it remember gary's carrying oh it. oh i thought you took he it was, from him i thought so too oh fine you took it from yeah him. i thought i was he, okay he was taking yeah, it. okay i'm sorry and then so he i asked him to put it on the floor so we can like kind of give him some clementine some some space um 
I'm like, does anyone have like a, a dog treat or anything? Uh, can I call on my risk communicator? Alpha, how do we puff up this pooch? <laughs> uh, Rangers, I don't know, but if you if you send it to me, I, I and you uh, you uh, I can maybe see if I can find something out. All right, yeah, let's teleport it back to uh, Alpha. Okay, so you send uh, Clementine or what you think is Clementine uh, off to Alpha, and for doing so, I have. Award, I have awarded you a story point okay. because that's what Power Rangers do. They protect those in need. And you might want to wash your hands because ice cream is sticky. It says that right here. Okay. All right. Well, we now know that sure. how this person went missing. Yeah. So let's go to where the other last person went missing, the other college student. Where was that? So if you're remembering correctly... The other two college students went, the other college student, because that was the other college student, duh. Uh, he went missing at the, he was last seen at the job fair at the college campus. Shall we head there? Ay 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 ay! I've had to teleport you to a nearby alley. It seems the area you wish to investigate is also the site of the UCAG job fair. Be careful, Rangers. Bring those kids home and find out what's going on. So you arrive at the job fair. Um, so you're in the alley and you're nearby. You can see the courtyard of the campus. Um, it's a sprawling campus of the University of Angel Grove. It's buzzing with activity. The job fair is in full swing. There's hundreds of students moving from booth to booth, interviewing and networking with pro prospective employers. It seems like you would be searching for a needle in a haystack, but then you spot the police tape beyond it. A couple of officers interview students in the midst of the job fair. So, what do you guys want to do? Do you want to check out the job fair? Look at, uh, do you want to talk to the police? Like, what do you all want to do? Well, I don't really want to interact with the police, but I'll go over to their general location and see if I can pick up anything with alertness. Okay, uh, well, before you do that, as you approach around where the police uh -huh. are... Uh, I'm going to say they catch notice of you. Uh, one is kind of a heavier set fellow, and the other is kind of a skinnier fellow with a high-pitched voice and kind of a large nose and an odd demeanor. Mm -hmm. uh, so they walk over to you, and you can see they're wearing their uniforms. And the heavier set one says, Good day, civilians. As you can see, we police are good at, are on the job. We are behind the yellow tape guarding this important area. Do you have things important to report? If not, move along. Why, why are you approaching me, bro? Hey, listen here, civilian. You approached the tape. It is our job to make sure nobody gets through that. Ain't uh, that right, Skull? Hey, Bulky. You know, this whole thing is kind of weird. Like... You know, things are all awry, and then you got this still going on. Like, I don't understand what we're doing. But, Skull, remember, we need to do this. Right, Bulky? You heard him, kid. Move along. I, I, I look at his uh, badge. I'm like, gee, Officer Bulk, I was just walking by, and now you're coming here. Uh... Did you say you, you noticed their, his badge? Yeah. Well, as you notice his badge, you see it reads... Junior officer. Okay. Oh. So what kind of? So you, you kind of get the vibe that he's he, he kind of a little full of himself. You kind of get that vibe. All right. 
Hey, uh, Junior Officer Bulk, I was just walking by here, and now you're coming over here and uh, getting in my presence. I feel a little harassed. You know, there's all these cameras around. This is the Tumblr generation. You, you don't want to uh, be saying anything to me like, uh, it's the my face generation. You got this. <laughs> <laughs> Teamwork, kid. I didn't mean to give you a hard time, but this is a very important area. You know, aren't didn't you hear about the other kid going missing? No, I didn't hear anything about that. What's going on? Well, I don't know if I can necessarily tell you things. Um, you might, I might need a little, um, you know, roll of persuasion. Are you asking for a bribe, sir? <laughs> no, I, as, the, as the GM, I'm saying try roll to, for something. Roll, roll persuasion. See if you okay. can, you know, see if you can sweet talk him. Uh, I was going to say, can I do, like, a performance to say, like, I'm getting, like, uh, really agitated that, like, this police officer is getting up in my business? Or, alternatively, uh, you could also give me a intimidation check, because you did call him out. If you do intimidation, I will grant you an edge. Okay, intimidation it is. So, yeah, gee, Junior Officer Bulk, uh, you're uh, getting right up, up in my business. I'm just walking by here, man, like... Uh, you're saying like uh, someone went missing. I don't know what you're talking about. Are you threatening me? You're saying you make me. You're gonna make me disappear. Like I can report you for that. Uh. God damn it! I got a four and a five. So a nine? No, like a five. Oh. Like with uh, the edge. Yeah. <laughs> Even with each. Okay. Uh, oh, so... you hate to see it. What are you going to do about her? They're going to believe you, some snot-nosed kid, or me, a member of the police force. Now listen. In the far distance, Junior! <laughs> and you, bucko, you come here right now. Hey, what's up? What's the matter, officer? Listen. We don't have time to deal with this. We got to make sure no one comes in here and ends up disappearing like that Luca kid. Well, officer, could you maybe tell us about the case that you're investigating? Like, why you two fine gentlemen are here today? Uh, sure. Uh, what do you want to know? Well, uh, is there anything well, about this, uh... Bulk, wait, Skull, before you tell her anything. <laughs> What's in it for us, sweet thing? A sexual harassment lawsuit. <laughs> this is how they act in the show. I understand that, but that's what we're doing. It's going to say here. What? A sexual harassment. What did you call this teenage girl? <laughs> teenage. I Fat ass. Was... Could I? She's a senior, in, a freshman in college. Could I? I take how did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking stalker. What the Jake. fuck? <laughs> I'm trying to help move the game along. What clues have you uncovered so far about this case is what I'm asking. And I will try to persuade him to tell me. With a 14 plus. Okay. Yeah, flatter him a little. Two. 16. Hell yeah. So as you kind of get in closer, trying to warm his heart and get him to start talking, um, he starts saying things such as, oh, yeah, is it, it, so uh, this this kid Luca, he played some football thing, uh, disappeared. Nobody saw what happened. Last people to see him were like over at that booth over there, some techno whiz thing. Emmer whatever, Emmer Jen, Emmer Grin, Emmer Win, Emmer. You mean Emmer Grin? Yeah, that's the one bulky. There was some juggler here too yesterday. Juggler, would you say? Yeah, 
There was supposed to be entertainment at this fair, but I ain't seen no entertainment. There was a juggler yesterday, but there aren't even any rides. Well, we're still gonna go talk, go to the booth. Okay. Um. So you go over. So uh, as we walk away, I'll get. Oh, like, uh, I appreciate you guys. Uh, I'm not gonna post about this online. <laughs> you have a good day, civilian. <laughs> so you guys make your way over to the Emergren. Uh, Emigrin booth uh, at the job fair. Uh, Emigrin Tech is like this big tech company. Kind of picture like like uh, like a pharmaceutical tech or like a tech conglomerate like Stark Industries or like just big industry types. So, I would say that this is kind of a stretch. If I have a specialization in mechanics, would that apply to knowing things about a uh, like mechanical company? <clears throat> um, would you say you're Tech savvy? Yeah, I, I put most of my points in tech and then under my specialization under tech is mechanics. I don't know um, if that's... Do a technology check for me. Okay, just straight technology? Yeah, just do a technology Ranger, check. So. Yeah. <laughs> if I know nothing... Jesus Christ. Fucking... Eight? Okay, uh... So, you, 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 that's about all you know. You just know it's like some <laughs> tech company. That's about all you know about it. That's all you know. Oh, yeah. Hi. Are you interested in uh, uh, working with us here at uh, Emigrin Tech? Oh, well, I love technology, but I'm not very familiar with Emigrin. What uh, kind of work do you do? Uh, well, we're, 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 we're the leading, uh, we're the leading uh, tech company in Angel Grove. Uh, we are a science-based and engineering-based company, and any student with a background in that would love to work with us. Do you have any interest in that? Uh, yeah, I, I do a fair bit of uh, mechanical engineering myself. Uh, yeah, I put most of my time into shop. Uh, what, uh, yeah, what kind of uh, positions can I look forward to? Oh, you could look forward to all different kinds of things, whether it be working directly in the office with the higher bigwigs or maybe as an intern, or maybe even just running errands down in the R&D department, or even just as trivial as it might be, sometimes you will have to get coffee as an intern, but you get the experience of a lifetime of working for a large subsidiary conglomerate tech company. Yeah, that sounds great. What, <laughs> uh, what kind of things do they have going on in R&D there? Oh, all kinds of neat different tech that I can't quite talk about. Uh, it is all so hush-hush. All oh, the bosses, he won't tell anyone anything. He, we can barely get him out of the office. He's just, he's so distraught over his son. Oh, man, what happened to his son? Well, yesterday, Luca, he, he, he came by the booth, and he spoke for about 20 minutes with us, and we were trying to get him to you know, come on and work with us. Uh, but he decided, but he kept saying something about he wanted to be more like his mom and do finance instead. Oh, so did he just uh, leave after that? Nobody knows. He, he, he just kind of, he, he disappeared. And it was weird because I thought I saw like, but I thought I saw him with some girl over there earlier but I wasn't sure and I then all of a sudden I see a like a like a cardboard cutout of a girl but I have no idea if it's but what is going on with it and I remember hearing officer Skullovish talking about going home with it and putting it in his room 
Officer Skulovich took the cardboard girl home? No, he was talking about it, though. It's still over there in the corner if you want to go look at it. Uh, oh. Oh, where's that? The card, the, the corner of the of the gymnasium, of, of the courtyard? Oh, yeah. It's, it's right over there to your right, dude. Oh. I mean, you can see the cutout over there. I, I, I'll go check it out. Yeah, if you can... Yeah, uh, I so go you... check out the cardboard while he continues talking. Yeah, I'll go help him out. Uh, Okay. Thank so, God that mi- uh, as yeah, he walked, I was like, "Oh, thank God he didn't take it home." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "This game took a dark fucking turn." <laughs> right. Yeah. So you approach uh, the, the the stand E, and you see it is the cardboard cutout of a uh, girl, kind of like in a kneeling position with her bag, um, and it's leaning up against uh, one of the booth tents, and. And, uh, so yeah, it's just kind of sitting there. What do you want to do? I want to compare it to, uh, Lynn's social media to see if it's her. Uh, okay. Like, I just want to see if it's yeah. the same person. Yeah. Um, I guess, is that a role? Uh, no. I'm just going to tell you it is not her. It is definitive. It is definitely not Jingling. Is it any I... of the other missing people? Because there were four, right? There are three. Oh, three. three. Um, Was it the third one? If it's not Luca? Uh, no. It's definitely not Luca. Oh, well, uh, more importantly, I'm going to try to pick it up. Okay, so you're going to try to touch it? Yeah. Okay, so you go to touch it, and you see it's extremely heavy for a cardboard poster. Like, we're talking it weighs at least, like, 54 pounds. And it's it's printed on both sides. Um, Do you want to maybe see if Alpha can see anything about this? Sure. Alpha, buddy, uh, we got another one of those weird thingamajiggers that Oscar referred to, some law of conservation. I don't know. It's it's a human cardboard standee, but definitely human weight. Aye, 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 Rangers. I will scan the, uh, I, I, I will take a look at it and see what I can find out. Um, it turns out that this is, in fact, a live, st- a, a person. It's, it's a student named Andrea Miller who was also recently reported missing. Oh. So Something was people. removed from... It seems like all the water from her has been removed, reducing her to a two-dimensional image. It appears she's still alive, but in some sort of a stasis. I worked to try to restore her to her normal health, but you might want to continue your investigation. I mean, think about it, Rangers. If people, someone's out there dehydrating people. Alpha, do you have any idea how this type of technology is even possible or who who on this earth could possibly harness such capabilities rangers tech- that's kind of the whole point of your investigation to figure it out <laughs> could a tech company be doing this mm. where you would you want to research the tech company yes okay so to do that you would need to go to the library rangers is there anything else you need from me you didn't say over and out or did is this you revenge for last time? <laughs> yes. Yes, it is, and I'm trying to get to the good parts. Okay. Let's go to the library, gang. Okay, and uh, Jordan, mm-hmm. give me a technology skill check. Okay, that's 11. Okay, so you get to the computer, and you are unable to get into it. Because it appears it requires a student or faculty ID swipe. 
A nice librarian walks over to you all. It's like, oh my god, what are you all doing to the computers? Ma'am, I'm so, so sorry. I, I promise I'm a student here. You can see, here's my ID. I pass her my ID. I just, I don't have the brains. I'm too, I, I'm in the gym most of my time. So I don't, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't even know we had a library. So <laughs> uh, I don't know what to do. I just wanted to try to find some information on the computer. Please help. I, I, was, I was just trying to install my VPN and I don't like strangers. Ah! <laughs> Sweetie, let me try your ID. There's no stats on this library lady. I'm making her up. Yeah. So we're just going to do a flat 20 roll for her. Oh, look at that. She rolls a 17 and makes your ID work. <laughs> of course. I hope so. It's her job. So she opens up the computer and you gain access to it and she walks away. Uh, after gaining access to the computer, you find that you're able to hack into the UCAG main server. So you find out, so you do a quick search of Emigrant Tech, and you find out because it's, it's a school computer. A prop search pops up, and it's Professor Brandon Franco, who is Luca's father, mm-hmm. is also a bigwig over at Emigrant Tech. Mm-hmm. So you see, there's a slight connection there. Hey, let's look up information on the missing kids. Uh, Jake, yeah. you roll a technologies computers check. Okay. Since you're looking up info on the students. 18. Nice. So, oh, sweet. You actually will hit the even higher skill, too. Um, so you look up and you find out that Luca has good grades and is on the soccer scholarship. Like I said, Skull's an idiot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and he's a college major in economics. You see Luca's mom, Andrea Franco, is a financial analyst, and his father is, you know, like I said, works for Emigrant Tech. Mm-hmm. Uh, all his contact info and address for the Franco home. Um, since you said general, uh, just all of them, I'll give you these as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you also learn about Jingling Ling. Uh, that she's average grade, pretty bad attendance. Um, her dad's a single father, and he also works for a company called Emigrant Tech. And their contact info and address is also all there. So, two of them have parents that work for this tech company. Hmm. So, that probably... And remember... You found a cardboard cutout of the dog and a cardboard cutout of a girl. And remember, Xi, when she went missing in that video, mm-hmm. was turned also flat and then disappeared with that clown in that mine. Right. And then, and then we also saw a juggler. Is there a circus in town? I'm going to uh, look I up. I already asked that. There's no. no. Well, there's no circus, but you could also always go check out the Angel Grove Carnival, which is kind of like their version of the Santa Monica Pier. Okay. You could always check that out. I'd like to look up the carnival in the town. Uh, so you see, it's so you see, uh, uh, it's uh, it's not too 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 far from the from the beach, uh, from where you were before. I would say, um, and it seemed, and it oh, and then you look and you find a picture of it. It's fairly similar to the one you saw in the video. From Jiling uh, Ling, and uh, you kind of make out that the carnival is that fuzzy, blurred-out part in the background of that video. So it's like, hmm, you know. All right. Um, we should definitely check that out. But on the safe side, let's go check out the high school. 
Well, is that where she was? That girl? was where the last person okay. was last seen, yes. Yeah, so let's go to the high school, but we definitely have an idea right now. So let's go check out the high school and then see what happens from there. Sounds good. Okay. Uh, so you teleport out and you follow the dossiers um, to uh, Angel Grove High School. Um, so you arrive at the school and you remember that about yesterday around 345. So you hear, overhear students kind of talking, walking around the halls, and you kind of overhear them talking about what happened. They said yesterday around, yesterday afternoon, around 345, clowns appeared at the end of the school's main hallway and were asking around about, uh, about uh, Maya. And you overhear she left the student council meeting and that no one's seen her since. Um, in, the, in the rooms described as the hallways of Angel Grove is kind of like the countless other high schools. Posters line the walls, and there's an inspirational one featuring a cat in a Power Ranger suit that says, Climb and Realize Your Dreams. Next to it is another poster that says, Join the Science Club. Besides a life-size poster of a teenage boy at the other end of the hall, lockers line the walls. So the life-size poster of a teenage boy? Mm-hmm. I go check out... I go pick that up to see if it's heavy too so you want to go over to the card to the poster and see if it's heavy yeah so you go pick it up and you see it weighs about 45 pounds and it's printed on both sides just like the other ones and you notice on the front the boy there's a young man on the front side with kind of a uh, so, uh kind of a uh da, 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 what where did they describe it? Uh, uh a face of a boy on one side and on the back side is the back of the boy's head Hey, I got another one for you to take back. Uh, can you see if you can find any information on this guy? Yeah, sure. Teleporting now. So Alpha then proceeds to scan the thing. Rangers, I've determined that this is, in fact, the life form known as Lewis Jennings, who was also recently reported missing. The scan will determine that something has removed all the water from his body, much like the other victims. You should keep looking into your investigation. And guys, I think you've earned a story point. Because you've helped save more people. Oh, okay. What's a story point? So, the way story points work is like this. You can spend one story point to re-roll any dice of a one. Okay. Uh, spend one story point to roll a, roll a skill test as if it's specialized. Okay. Uh, story point to add plus five to any defense must be spent before the die results are announced. Mm-hmm. Uh, spend one story point to gain temporary access to minor pieces of equipment or tools used in the scene. Uh, game effects or special rules that require expenditure of story points that are like some special perks. Uh, or as a team, you can use one point per team member to cause a grid power bloom, generating a 1d2 personal power for each team member. So now what do you want to do? Do you want to move about to school some more? Do you want to go investigate some more other areas? Because remember, you have info on all the characters, like their yeah. their home addresses, like all that. Uh, I feel like at this point, we should uh, uh, either check on Engine uh, Tech or uh, go to the carnival. I think the carnival. Yeah, it's a carnival. Okay, you want to just go to the carnival? Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. You all arrive at the Angel Grove Pier near where the fun house and the carnival and like their version of the Santa Monica Pier is at. Mm-hmm. Um, once you arrive because of how we've ended up here and what the directions of the game says, Alpha Vibe will then come over the communicators and say the following. Rangers, I did some further digging about all the, 
all of the care, all of the missing persons. Based on the information, every single person who went missing's parents belonged to Emigrant Tech. And Emigrant's been working on some kind of top secret science project. Rangers, I, I think Rita's been rounding up the scientists. I think we've solved the mystery. Now go save the kids and see what happened to the parents. So you arrive at the, at the pier. As you approach, you hear screams are not the first thing you notice when you arrive at the pier. Not the screams of the light from the matter of roller coaster rides here, but the screams of people you know you now see running off the pier in wild panic. This mass of fleeing people seem to be running away from one point in particular. It's kind of got a giant door that's shaped like a clown's face, and the mouth is the door. It's kind of wide open, like all right. that. But in front of the front house, a barricade uh, macabre scene plays out. There's a group of clowns, some juggling, some performing on stilts, with others who are dancing with the life-size cardboard cutouts. One clown in particular with wild blonde hair wearing a bright red derby hat, right nose, and right suspenders with a giant green tie seems to suddenly turn and become very aware of you, cackling, Don't frown, my fellow clowns! Turn your frowns upside down! Get them! Yeah. So, Jordan, is it morphing time? Yeah. It's morphing time! What is your power? D6. D6, Ranger. <laughs> it's morphing time! What's yours? You're the Red Ranger. D12. D12 Ranger power. Jake. With it's morphin' time. D20. So the clown announces to you all, My name's Pineapple. And, oh look, all these people fleeing around. What are you gonna do? Shoot me? Sounds like someone's getting prickly. You notice Pineapple the clown has the parents of the missing children. Ooh. Let them go. Oh, what? My friends? No, we're just going to go on a short trip. Here, why don't you talk to these friends of mine? And then he slips off. Uh, he, so he drags the parents inside with a handful of clowns following him, leaving the stilts walker clown, the mime, and four dancing clowns, all disguised as putty patrollers, uh, to block your way. All right, team. Let's get rid of these fools, and then we'll go get the parents. Initiative? Question mark? So, Let's roll with it. Yes. Roll <laughs> for ah, initiative. Nice. Yes. Roll for initiative. Uh, okay. So, you... So, we are going into... So, what do you want? So, you want to initiate some combat? You want to come at them putties? Yeah, yeah. baby. All right. Um, I'm going to stab the mime. <laughs> well, the mimes ran off with, uh, I left the, uh, ran, is inside. He went oh, inside. Okay. Don't worry, he's coming back. Um, I'll do my, my range weapon. I'll, I'll shoot the guy in the stilts. Uh, okay. <laughs> Get down on my level, bro. I like that. Nat 20, baby. I love that. Oh my God. <laughs> Let's go. Okay, so that definitely hits. I didn't even roll my d6. So you successfully hit him and you knock him prone. He's like barely hanging on at this point. Like you give him another tap, he'll probably do the putty thing where they break apart. Like he, he he's pretty he's pretty banged up, I would say. So that then swings it to Jordan. Okay. Can I just push over the stilts on the other one to try to aim it at uh, some of the others? Uh, like a melee attack? 
Yeah. Like unarmed combat martial arts? Yeah, let's do yeah, that. Yeah, roll that, yeah. All right. Uh... All right. That's... It's an improvement. Yeah, that's a 14. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that hits, and uh, I'll say that takes him out, because he was barely hanging on, because Jacqueline put the molly wop on him, because she right. got an excessively absurd roll. Does he collide with any others as he falls? No. He, ah. he just falls to the ground and then reverts out of the clown costume and shatters to pieces like a putty would. Okay. So you've successfully taken one off the board. Teamwork, baby. So you still have three left to contend with, and we kick it to Jake. Uh, I'm going to go up with my axe and whack one of them with it. Okay. Why don't you ask him a question? Yeah. Excuse me, sir. I got to ask you a question. Uh, yeah, that also will hit. Um, let's see. So yeah, now you got two left, and we are back to Jacqueline. Me. Okay. Um, who's the closest one to me? Uh, there are two left, and they're kind of in between all three of you, like equal distance. So. All right, I'm gonna run up to the. One furthest to the left, I guess, and I'll use my power spear. Nope. I got a six and a three. That's a nine. Yeah, that does not hit. Yeah, more Um, like nine. So you kind of collide with him, (laughs) and it kind of just, you bounce off each other, kind of, in a goofy fashion. I (laughs) tried, help. And with that, that same putty is going to then again come at you. With some unarmed martial arts. Come at me, bro. And he's got a 14. A miss. So he so he tries to swing at you and ends up doing like a cool like little breakdance move instead. And it's just kind of like he's up fumbling around going. I respect your moves. And back to Jordan. Okay. I'm going to uh, pull out my, what's it called? I'm going to pull out my Blade Blaster and aim at the one that is assaulting my Fearless Leader. Okay. Thank you, dear friend. And I am going to do an experiment. I'm not going to roll in Jacqueline's dice thing. I've just <laughs> a spell on us. Is dice Goblin spell. Uh, yeah, they're all hers. On the table. Yes. Okay, it's a seven. <laughs> it's... Yeah, that doesn't hit. If, if anything... <sighs> He just the putty just kind of like looks at you and then pats you on the head and goes and then just kind of flicks you away from him. Is that actually what they sound like in the show? Yeah. Wow. Jake. Are is the guy distracted by them? Uh, the putty is distracted yeah. by them. Yeah, the one that almost like dodged both of them and failed to hit them too. I would say, yeah, he's kind of occupied. The other one's just kind of like they're still running around getting in everybody's business. So so if I attack them, do, do I get any advantage to that? Uh, in this case, no. Mm. All right. Then I'm going to hit the other one. Okay. I, I yell, I'm like, you guys got this. I'll get the other one. And so I'm going to try to attack the other guy. Okay. So. That's 11 plus. Nah. Could be worse. What'd you get? Uh, 14. It barely hits. Oh, sweet. So I do hit? Yes. So that barely. is still the two-handed, so that's still too sharp. And again, you crack it, so you, you, you got him. Nice. I, I swing around and I was like, 
Barely, but you got him. I give a thumbs up to him. I was like, we got this, guys. Yes, we do. And now it is back to Jacqueline. There's still one left. All right. Um, let's try the, the close combat blade blaster this time. I'm going to go right up to him and be like, show's over, kid, and just cock it. Uh, 15 plus 6. That uh, is a 21. Yeah, he's dead. Whoa! He's, he, I'm just going to say he's dead. So you successfully eliminated the putties and now begin to make your way into the actual fun house. This used to be a fun house. So you get into the fun house. The only entrance is through the clown mouth. And it's a long, long tunnel. Okay. Um... And there's a bright, colorful room when you first enter that is polka dot-filled flooring, and it looks like a staging room for visitors to wait their turn. Um, so yeah, you, I guess, do you want to rush down the hallway? Uh, yeah, so as you get to the hallway, you notice that it looks like it's going to be kind of, um, are kind of, are just kind of like, it's kind of rough terrain to get through. And it's a very long hallway, and it's it doesn't seem quite uh, it doesn't seem very uh, very safe. Could you do me a favor? Mm-hmm. Could you reread a Heart of the Team for me? Sure. So for those of you listening at home, Heart of the Team is a special power exclusive to the Black Ranger class because he's kind of like your bard class um, in D and D. Beginning at the first level, your natural mirth. Merith and positivity can be used to booth your teammates and other allies with just a few words. Whether it's in the heat of battle or the peak of a difficult obstacle, your clever words can make the difference between failure and success. As a free action, you can apply one shift to the role of any ally within 60 feet of you that can understand what you are saying. This costs you one of your quips and speeches per long, per long rest, as noted in, on the table that shows here in the book. The value of this die rolls increases to the listed amount at the 5th and 10th and 15th level. It's a fun house for us, but it's going to be a madhouse for them. Oh, Oh. nice. And I'm going to use my equips and speeches for that. Okay. So So, giving them a whatever the fuck. (laughs) So you can apply a shift to any, uh, a shift roll to any ally within 60 feet of you that can understand you. Oh, giving it to them. Okay. So to help us to get through this thing. So okay. that raises the die we roll, right? Mm, uh, yes. So if you roll a d2, it's a d4. If you add a d12, it's a 2d8. If it's a 2d8, it would be like a 3d6. Uh, critical success, auto success, it kind of okay. goes up. Nice. How long does that last? Uh, I believe it lasts... It doesn't specifically say. I think it's just for your uh, first roll. For that. Ah, that, yeah, that would be way too OP. So, if you want to get through the tunnel quickly, you would need an athletics or an acrobatic skill test. So. So we all do that? If you want to try to get through quickly. Yeah, but, and I also just gave us a boost. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I have a, a D2 in athletics, and that would go up to a D4. Mm-hmm. And if I have nothing, would I get a D2? Yes. Okay. Awesome. So it was athletics or what? Athletics or acrobatics. I'm going to go with acrobatics. Well, I got an eat, so. So you're knock prone. Oh, nuts. Great. That was upgraded, right? 
Yeah, that was with the D4s and a D2. Okay. Well, I got a 10 total. You're knocked prone. Great. <laughs> Let's fucking go. Let's see what how I fail at this too. Oh, no. Uh, and then what was it? A D4 as well. So 9, 12. Can I see? Oh, okay. here it is. What, is this the two or the one? Two. two. So, 14. So, that passes. Nice. So, the the speech. I know. I get there like, see you guys, we make, where the hell is everyone? Just <laughs> so, wasn't quite enough. Cool. So, while you are knocked. Cool and good. So, while Jack, so, while you all try to get through the hallway, Jacqueline and Jordan, unfortunately, Regina and Oscar, tragically slip on the floor and knock their heads and kind of just slide across the floor. They're not unconscious. They're just kind of like prone in shock. Like, what? Shapes and colors, the likes of which I've never seen. Uh, there is a top hat fire juggler putty in front of you, kind of still in your way. And you, and if you may recall, Pineapple the Clown. He left there. The cardboard cutouts of the hostages are flammable and could very easily be affected by this. So your goal is to still rescue them and to get past this putty and stop Pineapple the Clown. What are you going to do? I'm going to go in and try to attack the flamethrower guy. Uh, Juggler. Flame juggler guy. And I'm going to just do... Provide a little more time for them to get up and protect. So you want to start moving forward towards the putty to make an attack? Yeah, I want to move forward to the putty. Okay, I'll give you a movement as a free action. Um, uh, how are you going to attack? I'm going to attack him with my power axe. So is that... Uh, okay, so roll for me. Yep. No. no I'm not... I shouldn't even bother. Yeah, no, that is a four total. Yeah, you you miss pretty wildly. Um, I would say you 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 kind of charge up towards him, and as you approach him, you you just kind of swing, and he kind of just like throws his fire torch in the air, and uh, as he throws it in the air, he kind of just like knocks your weapon away and continues juggling, and he's laughing at you. Okay. Ah, oh, damn. Guys, you guys get over here. Okay. Am I next? Uh, yes. And, um, go ahead. What are you going to do? Well, so my movement is 40. So if I use half of that 20 to stand up and then I run the other 20, would I be able to use my ranged weapon to try to hit Flamio? Uh, yeah, you can try to do that. Uh, so... Yeah, so your free movement, I would say, is getting up, obviously, because you're still prone. Yep. So go. you can get up, but now you only have half of your ability to continue, because <sighs> it's a little hard to move now. You notice it's kind of it's kind of wobbly when you walk, Whoa. and then as you begin to start to make your way, I'm still going to allow you to roll, you notice the, t- the, the section you're all standing in slowly starting to rotate. Oh, God. Counterclockwise. Oh, boy. Okay, well, I'm, like, running, and I'm, like, also noticing that, and as I notice it, I'm, like, whipping out my blade blaster and, like, 
trying to aim it as I'm moving and like struggling a little bit to hit him. Mm-hmm. All right, come on. Okay, I got a 15 plus two, 17. Yeah, so you you said you got 17? Yes. Yeah, so that definitely hits. Um, I would say that would, yeah, that, that, that kills him. His health is only one. Yay! So, uh, Jordan, it is still, you're, you still haven't gone, right? Correct. So I, I start limping my way towards uh, Regina and go, uh, and like looking at the uh, turning colors and I call out, it's a kaleidoscope of chaos! <laughs> Are there any other putties visible? Uh, not presently. You enter the Hall of Mirrors. Um, it is a dark, lowly lit room. It's like a labyrinth of mirrors. Picture like the myth of the Minotaur. What's it called um, in Greek legend? Whatever. It's, <laughs> it's huge and it's very dimly lit. Uh, as you enter, you see some mirrors are normal size, while others are a little distorted, curved mirrors. It's like a funhouse mirrors. It's not like a total maze, but it's a bunch of mirrors. Um, visitors may think they are walking down a hall, but find they have just walked into a dead end. When a person thinks someone is directly in front of them, they may actually be several feet or even aisles away. This will affect the characters, and this is going to affect you all in a couple of different ways. I'm just looking around like at my reflection and all the mirrors around us. I'm just like, mirror, mirror on the wall. Who is the reddest of them all? I feel like Bruce Lee, but not in a good way. <laughs> Guys, how are we going to get through this? I, I, I call out in my nerdy voice, uh, let's see. You know, one of the most important facts of geometry is the quickest uh, way between two points is a straight line. I pull out my hammer. <laughs> <laughs> so, we smashed through I was going to say, mirrors. I feel like I am a very strong person, so anytime I just... we, we See too many mirrors, I'm just gonna fucking punch it. So, we got okay. a hammer, an axe, and what do you got? So, my might. <laughs> does anyone want to roll for anything in particular? Oh, uh, let me see. Mm, maybe alertness to see if oh. I have like an idea of someone being really close by. Okay. All right. Uh, D20. Nat 20, baby. You. Allows characters to see, so you guys can kind of see that Pineapple the Clown, he's still in his little clown car with the scientists and everyone from Emigrant Tech, mm -hmm. and you can see he's slowly driving his car past this room and into the next area, but the mirrors make it difficult to see where exactly in he's, he's going. Um, and then also, you guys now notice that the mime is in the room with you. Oh boy. Acting okay. as if he is carrying something very large and heavy. I'm going to take my axe and say, Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's in front of me after all? <laughs> and I hit where the mirror is, if it, seeing if it's him or not. So when you attack, your thing hits him, and he kind of just like, he bumbles a little bit mm -hmm. um, with your kind of just like wham. And as you do that, you kind of separate from him and be like, there he is, guys. We got him. You know, like, you're kind of like, yeah, we're successful. Cool. Uh, so next in the initiative order from Jacqueline. Me. Well, I guess I have to just try to maneuver through the room. Because would I be able to get a hit or would I have to do like a, um, 
like a skill, like an alertness skill well, check. Well, you're kind of like next to Jake, and he went and leapt towards the 11 o'clock mirror, which is off to your guys' left. So if he's now kind of over here, and you've now determined, hey, there's where uh, Mr. Mime is. Okay, then I'll follow him. I will try to hit him with my blade blaster. Ooh. Ooh, is that an energy weapon? It is. Continue. Okay, I got a 17. So oh, wait, I, okay, I, hold on. I, I rolled a d6 instead of a d2, my bad. So here's the thing. No, let, let her finish rolling. No, I know. 19. I, yeah, but... Yeah, but, let, let's hear how bad she fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> you know she fucked up already, that's yeah. true. You asked, was it energy? Oh, I thought know. that was a good thing. <laughs> Not um, the way he responded. Well, I have two... I, my blade blaster can do energy or nothing. nothing. So... So, if a ranged energy weapon is fired in the Hall of Mirrors and misses its target, which, let's see, what was your roll? 19. Okay, I, that's why I asked if it was energy. Okay. Uh, yeah, 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 it hits. Yeah, fuck. So, I'm okay. Yeah, you're good. Damn, I was getting excited to reveal something cool about the room. Ah, oh, what the hell, I got halfway through it already. Yeah, no, yeah. I what? <laughs> yeah, no, no, say the whole thing and then say, but you do hit. Yes, okay. So... If you fire an, a ranged energy weapon, which your blade blaster in blaster form is a ranged energy-based weapon, in the Hall of Mirrors, and it misses its target, it will cause a random ricochet attack against all the creatures in the room at the weapon's attack and damage stats. So you finally manage to exit the room, uh, uh, the room of mirrors, passing through several layers of... Hanging rubbery and spaghetti-like decorations, you pass through the sign that reads, Captain Wobbly's Wacky Byway Highway. Emerging from the rubber spaghetti, you spot the clown car. Pineapple the Clown is already halfway across a long, unstable bridge suspended above a giant pit filled with plastic balls. The parents trapped into the backseat of his car start to yell for you to help them. Pineapple the Clown sees you in his rearview mirror, and he smiles and turns into a snarl. Without stopping the car, Pineapple steps out of the moving clown car, squares off with you in the middle of the bridge. He shouts, All right, Power Rangers, no more clowning around. The clown car keeps moving down the wobbly path. Without a driver, it is only a matter of time before one of those swinging bags sideswipes the car of, off Captain Wobbly's wacky byway and into the depths of the ball pit below. What are you going to do? Do you go save the parents, or do you fight the villain? You can't do both. You have to pick one. Yeah, so does this uh, game have any equivalent of disengaging, or can I just, like, run the fuck away from him? Uh, I'm not... A Power Ranger doesn't run away. Well, He's I, running to... Yeah, like, oh, well, if you're going I, to the car, yeah, you can do that. I, I'm um, just like, does he get an attack of opportunity if I run to the car, or can I just run to the car? If you choose to go get the car, you are basically doing combat with the sandbag. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that. Okay. So, well, at least that's how I'm understanding it by the way it says it gets their own initiative on the 1d4 round of combat. Uh, uh, and that would be... A six. Yeah, you fail. And uh, does a, a uh, 11 hit? No. I know oh. that. Well, you don't quite dodge it. It does hit you, but it doesn't like quite knock you loose. But it does uh, kind of like make you kind of you know a little bit sure, more like I, aware. I, like it's not going to just be run across and get the Brit, get around the clown and get to the car. Sure, I like jump back and like oh that was a close one. 
so, what do you want to do? So, I'm going to use my free action. Okay. To use my quips and speech. I'm going to give a speech to give everyone their bonuses. Okay. And I tell them, this is no time to clown around. You guys go save those in the clown car. I've got the clown. And I rush head into the clown to push him into the ball pit with me. So you're going to rush the clown? Yeah. I, I, I think you, uh, you, 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 you got this um, to a certain degree, but I don't think you'll be successful enough so, to maybe defeat your adversary. That is 17 right there. That is an 19 right there. I haven't flipped the D2 yet. That's a 21 total. Well, I would definitely say you definitely knock both you and him into the ball pits. I wouldn't say you, like, defeat him either, though. You definitely yeah. haven't defeated him yet. You definitely took some steam out of him, though. Yeah. Um, uh, so the ball pit's about two feet deep, uh, it, uh, and it seems... So you land in kind of like a, a deep, a deep like, in a two-foot deep little thing. So you pretty much go straight and hit the floor. Okay. And... As you hit the floor, you both kind of just like pop, and while and since you kind of hit There's him a big successfully, wave of yeah, you just see balls. a bunch of balls fly in the air, and then next thing you know, you're kind of just like laying on top of him. Take that, you ripe fruit! And he's just kind of like, ah! How do you like them balls? <laughs> Uh, yeah, you got him pinned right now, but uh, we'll see what happens next when uh, when a little Miss uh, Jacqueline goes as Regina, what, the Red Ranger. What are you going to do, Red Ranger? You're still kind of just out of the action. Well, I'm trying to figure out what my options are here. So, so I got him in the ball pit. It's so fine. So you can pretty much car. at this point try to do what uh, our good friend uh, Oscar did here, which was... Try to run past the first uh, cup, uh, pendulum. Sandbags. Sandbags, whatever. Thing. Thing that will hit you and knock you off a bridge. Uh, and if you do that, you can go try to continue to go try to stop the car. Because it's just continuing to go down the bridge. It hasn't quite gotten across yet, but as the fight with Pineapple the Clown continues, you do notice it is starting to get closer and closer. Okay, so what do I... Do I need to roll anything to see if I can run past the first? Uh, acrobatics. Acrobatics. I so need an acrobatics. D20. A nine. What is your... Hmm, I guess toughness? I would, hmm? My toughness? Yes. Or would it be an evasion? Does a... I would say evasion, actually. Yes, that makes more sense. Uh, I rolled a 10. I have a 13. So, yeah. So, again, much like Jordan, it just kind of... Bops you, but it doesn't do anything. It's yeah. just kind of like, ooh, poof. Even though it's moving very quickly, it's kind of just more like a, a deter you it to keep... Right, it stops me in my tracks, It stops you from making forward progress. So you guys are still... So you and Jordan abyss. are still tied up at the first pendulum. Jake, because he's freaking crazy, was able to somehow manage to just beeline it and book it straight to the clown, because that was his plan to just mite him over to it, so... He kind of bullshitted his way through it, and good for you, but you're in the ball pit. <laughs> so now it's uh, Pineapple the Clown's turn. So he is going to... Uh, so he's going to try to hit you with an egg attack. Oh, wait, that's a, oh, that's the wrong one. I need a, Can I borrow a coin, please? 
Here you go. Thank you. Uh, that's a one and a 19. So that is a dirty 20. Yeah, that hits. Uh, so with that said, that means I can make two ranged attacks or one melee attack per action. Uh, so 18 and two. So that's another, tw so that's uh, another 20. Uh, and the damage is on that particular one. So it's just, like I said, it's, it kind of just stuns you. So you go pro. Okay. So you're just like, pfft. you're just kind of now knocked out unconscious. And, uh, okay. Am I still just, morphed? Yeah, you're still morphed. I would say you are still okay. morphed. Uh, you are just stunned. Um, again, that just like in the other room, you know, if when you're pro, if you're not prone, I would say you're still morphed, but you're you're hanging pretty low. Like if you get hit again, you are probably going to have to demorph to like just you'll to like to live. Yes, to live. He kind of just slides out from under you and starts moving about the ball pit, trying to like. Stay does, hidden from does everyone. Does the ball pit do anything to either of them? Or is it just the ball pit? Fall damage? Um, no. The ball pit is... Mo it, it doesn't do anything in terms of, like, cause you damage. It's only oh. two feet deep where okay. they fell it's, in. It's just difficult terrain. Well, basically. it's only two feet deep where they fell in. Oh, okay. Well, you know what I'm saying? It's two yeah, feet deep yeah. where they fell in. I'm on the shallow end. So, as the clown tries to maneuver away from Jake and get a, get across, uh, he he kind of just ends up moving the balls around more in a loud fashion as he tries to sneak off, and it alerts you to a general direction he's heading towards. And you see he's kind of... You can kind of tell he's making his way off to the right side of the ball pit because, you know, nothing's going on over there. Right. All right. So, uh, yeah, so you guys are just past the second one. The car is now still making its way across the pendulum. So now the pendulum's going to swing to see if it knocks the car. And this one is... Looks like it's coming from the right side this time. Oh, that is a four. So I the pendulum knocks the car uh, off of the bridge. And, oh, nuts. And it lands on the left side because the pendulum is coming from the right. So it swings and knocks it to the left. And it lands on the, as we now know, unfortunately, because of my poor DMing, I'm kidding. Uh, it is on the shallow side in the mess now. So it is now Jordan's turn. So I saw the clown land at the left. I haven't seen it move over. The and you see he's just hightailing it to the right side of so the ball pit. Yes. Okay. Because uh, like I said, he's trying to sneak away, uh, sneak away from you guys. And he's loud. He's moving balls. And you see... Like, you all see he's, like, ruffling and getting to the right side. Because, like I said, he's not doing too hot. Like, he, like there's a reason he's booking it. And you've knocked him into the ball pit prematurely. So, <laughs> we're having to get a little fancy here. So, what are you going to do? Are you going to try to uh, grab him? Or are you going to try to, like, just... Shoot him. Uh, yeah, the clown car landed near Gary, right? The clown car is in the ball pit. Gary's aware. Like, he heard a noise. He doesn't know where the car is yet. But... Uh, you, but the clown is trying to also get away still. Okay. I think the car's now safe because it's in the ball pit. And it's in yeah. the shallow end because yeah. it was at the third pendulum, which was coming towards that. Cool. Yeah, so I... Did, it, did I see where the clown car went in? 
Uh, I would say yeah, because you were on the bridge near it. You see it got knocked to the left. Yeah. So the car lands on, in the middle off to the left side in the center of the ball pit. Uh, Gary, he is just below that heading like on the far right corner on the left side. Uh, and the clown, as you see, is just getting under the bridge to where he's almost all the way to the right side, not too far from Gary, about... Okay maybe like 10 feet from him but you can he's almost there he's almost made his escape okay and uh do i have a clear shot of the clown i would say uh from where you're standing it's because you're still on top of the bridge if you were going to do that you would need to you would maybe need to try to like get up in the air and see if you can Hit him so, from like by going to the dive lo- like uh, John Woo shooting in the air. Yeah, yeah. Like you might if you try to like go off to the left and see if you can maybe like I don't know like swing around and like kick him or something or maybe try to like blast him or something. Yeah, I was thinking like what was what's the move that you do the jump and then down in like Lego Star Wars. Oh, with the yeah. lightsaber. Uh, yeah, that yeah, like if you try to yeah, do like, like jump and go down. Like if you try down to do like yeah something like that to like just like slow him down. Uh, finish him. Yeah, so I, I'm going to point to where the clown car is and go, Gary, protect the parents, and then yeah, I will kind of do like a jumping swing with my power hammer. Okay. I like that you chose a hammer for your weapon. That's like very Ninja Storm. I like yeah. it. Uh, okay, roll for me. Okay. Ah, that's a 10. Uh, so yeah, it doesn't quite uh, make contact with him, and he is able to avoid your attack, and he slinks into the right side of the ball pit. Okay, but I... I... Clearly saw where he's going at this point. Yes, so you saw he went down there, but now you can't see him. He is now so deep in the low deep side, but you know he went down in the far right side. So you have an idea as to where he went. As a free action, can I just like point my hand in the direction he went? Yes. Okay. So Regina the Red Ranger, what or is do it? You... Uh, Gary. All oh, right, Gary. Sorry, Gary the 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 Black Ranger. What do you want to do? Because Gary suggested you go check on the car and make sure the people are okay while the clowns pretty much. <laughs> I'm gone. gonna open Cleaned up the up. clown car and check in on the parents and make sure the car's at a full stop at this point. Okay, so you get to the car. And you see it's uh, it's stopped because, like I said, it got hit by a sandbag, so it it, it probably jacked that tranny up in, in the powertrain and the drivetrain. Perfect. So it's it's probably not moving. It's probably still running, but right. it ain't moving. Okay. So you get to the car. Yeah, you see the parents are inside. Um, Everyone all right? Oh yes, yes, we're we're fine now. Thank you. You're, thank you, Power Rangers. You you you've saved us. But where's the monster? What about our children? Are they still cardboard? Which since you, in case you're wondering, yes, they're, they're still yeah. cardboard. We'll, uh, we'll take care of that later. We, but for now, we guys, we got to get you out. But stay in here for safety for now. Oh, oh, okay. We'll, we'll wait right here. But could you, could you at least unlock the door? We're kind of stuck, and we would like some leg room. It's a ca- clown car, after all. Roll do, do I have a way to unlock it, or should I just I want break you the to- window? <laughs> Uh, I feel like because you're the bard character, you should just break the window, and I will allow you to do that without having right, to Cover go. your eyes! And with the butt of your power axe, you just kind of go, 
bing, and then I picture you turning it around in a guitar fashion, like da 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 da. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. I was gonna say it's like those like ninja rock things. Oh yeah, that yeah okay that yeah that's cool. Okay. It's like the yeah. cool teenager thing to do. Basically, it'd be like ninja rocks, bam. Yeah. Shatter the glass. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's better. Yeah. That's way better. That's yeah. better. Okay. Do we'll go with that. Use a ball to do it. What? Do you use a ball to do it. Oh, I th- a plastic ball is not gonna break no, glass. No, I mean like the actual ninja stones. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you you check the people. You give them air and leg room. So now they're able to get out, but they're gonna stay in the car for their own safety. Uh, so now we go back to I guess uh, Jacqueline. Yes. Um. Is there any way I can, like, help them out of the pit since I'm still up top? Uh, yeah, you can do that since it's two of them. I would say that is a, I would say that's a might check simply because uh, they're, I imagine, strapping young fellows, and I assume you're a strong Red Ranger. Why, yes, I am. So, yeah, I want to see how strong you are. All right, so thankfully might is my best skill. I get a d20, d2, d4, and a d6. I totally didn't shoehorn that Shit. role to make everyone know the Red Ranger's best skill. Yay, thank you. Well, I'm trying to highlight the better parts about this game. Yeah. As much as I love Power Rangers, I'm going to be fair and honest with my review. 14. <laughs> yeah. Not great. Uh, For the sake of the game, I will say you're able to, because you're also a little bit closer to Jordan, I would say you're able to get Jordan out, and as you're reaching for poor Gary, um... Uh, you're kind of you're struggling there a little bit, and okay. Isaac is just kind of like barely able to get out because he's like climbing on you. Hence why you're struggling with Gary. Like you are literally full on like panic mode. Like mommy, get me out of here, <laughs> climbing type out. So that's why she's having a hard time uh, grabbing Gary. And also Gary's a little farther away too. He's not quite right next to you guys, but he doesn't like throw a football twenty yards either. Fair. Um. So yeah. Uh. And that said, so. Now it's, I guess, NPCs. Well, the NPCs are rescued, those ones, and the clown is now hiding. So, as you all try to collect yourselves and are trying to help poor Gary out of the ball pits uh, while you're hanging on like Scooby does to Shaggy when he's scared, onto yes, poor do. Regina. I'm still pointing in the direction I Yes. Uh, you hear a deep, gurgling laughter rise out of the pit below you. <laughs> The laughing, the laughing rumbles as plastic balls begin to rise where Pineapple the Clown fell into a new deep gravel voice in a quiet, in a quiet different than his former clown voice, this voice of a monster. Plastic balls fly, et, fly fall everywhere as, creature, as a creature, a part pineapple, part octopus, rises to its full height and it's all colorful and multicolored plastic balls fall all around it. I am Pineapple Octopus. I'm going to do stuff <laughs> and g- go balls to the wall. So now we are going to get a new initiative order because there's a new round of combat. So everybody roll your initiative. I got a 17. How are we both 17? Oh my, why does this keep happening? We are, we are all really in sync with our dice rolls today, actually. 17. What the fuck? 20. Fuck. 
How about we all just decide who goes after? Yeah. Every can we do like teamwork like stuff? Can we do like like? You know what? Since this is technically the final boss, I will allow it. So. Since I clearly won the initiative order, I am going to immediately, because you see the pineapple octopus, actually, yeah, since you can't really quite read the small text on it, I'll just show you. It's like a large, scaly creature that looks like a pineapple tree with octopus tentacles coming off of it. They're very long, and they're flinging around everywhere, and he's on the far right side of the ball pit, literally taking up, like, a lot, he's a little bit bigger than Pineapple the Clown, who's like a humanoid. Uh, this guy is a larger monster. So he's like, if you guys are like average height, like about 5'10 for a guy, 5'6 for an athletic tall female, uh, on average, this is not statistically factual for every single one, disclaimer. Be nice to me. Um, he's kind of more like on the seven foot tall kind of scale. So he's in line with you guys, but he's definitely a, a, a menacing figure comparatively the speaking to you. What in the bikini basically. bottom? It, it's like you're yeah. fighting Shaq, basically. Yeah. Um, so he's got these long swinging tentacles. They're kind of everywhere. And his first order of business is he is going to try to grapple. Uh, he's going to try to grab and a hold of Gary, who is still trying to get out of the ball pit with the help of his friends. Oh boy. This would be, what, the second time I've been touched by tentacles? Yeah. And Gary, this is going up against your ability to evade things. Okay. In case you were wondering. Uh, I roll a dirty 20. I'm not going to fucking bother looking. So yeah, so Pineapple Octopus is uh, successfully able to, like, scoop you up in the air, and he is just kind of like, he's got you in the air. He's kind of just like, hanging on to you, like, not really letting you go, um, is, and he's got good hold on you uh, with his vine arm, and he's, and you can kind of see you're in danger, because you're kind of hanging up in the air a little bit. Oh, no. Almost in, like, a perilous, helpless situation. Mm. And, and remember, you're also... I, I'm very close to unmorphing, aren't yes, I? Yes, but I will say you will not unmorph from him just grabbing you as yeah. his action. Even though it is a melee attack, yes. I'm not having it be a malicious one to okay. humor you and keep you alive. Fair enough. Oh, God! This is not what I wanted! Oh, no. At first! <laughs> we have to work this? as a team! Gary's about to be living in a pineapple under the sea! <laughs> oh! <laughs> okay, so now we go to, uh, actually, always... yeah, you all have to decide, because that's what we decided to do this round, so what are you guys going to do? Your friend's in the air, and what? waving his hands like he just don't care. What was that, Jack? What? You're like, open mouth, what? I was yawning. Oh. <laughs> You were looking at your phone, I'm like, what did you find? Oh, no, I was yawning. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, okay, okay, team, what what should we do? You're the leader. Should we try to go into some kind of formation and have two people hoist up one person, throw them in the air? Well, one of them's already in the air. Uh, I'm already in the air! Oh, right. I'm going to vomit inside this helmet suit. And remember, guys, this is a monster. He's not going to wait around for you all day. 
And poor Gary's in trouble. <laughs> Think Power Rangers. Hmm. Cut the yard. Ay, 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 ay. What would Zordon do? What do you guys want to do? Your buddy's in the air and Octopus is getting impatient. All right, I Oscar, just why don't you do chop off or attempt to chop off the legs on the right side or the left side? I'll attempt to do so on the right side at the that's same time. And break. So, yeah. So that's your plan? Yes. You're going to try to go grab another arm? So we're going to do that simultaneously is try to chop. So you're both going for arms? Yes. yes, just on opposite sides. Okay. So, yeah. So that he's still got one free arm, though. Remember, there's four giant swinging arms, according to the picture. Because okay. I'm not counting these pink ones because they look more like decorative flechette things. Yes. Uh, so, okay. Roll, uh, roll for that. I want to. I want to. I want to see. I will you're... use my power spear. All right, I got a seventeen. Seems to be the number of the night. Okay, so Jacqueline, you are successful, and you said you were going to do that as well. Yeah, I'll let her do her damage. Or do we just cut off an arm? Uh, she's successful in cutting off the arm because. With the arms, if since I opted to have him grapple Jake, they don't do damage in this current setting. Gotcha. But on his next action, if he chooses just to swing his arm at you instead of try to grapple you, then it would be like a... Right. So he's now down to his three limbs, one of which is occupied with Gary. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, I will take a swing at one of the other arms. I'll, I'll say towards one of the arms that's holding Gary, I'll try to sever that. So, Gary, I will say, Jacqueline, you took out the arm on the very far right side. Gary is on the very left side. So are you going for the one next to Gary or the one that Gar that is holding Gary? Uh, is there, like, do I have a clean shot at the one that's holding Gary or would I have to get past the first one? You would have to get past the first okay. one. Okay. Yeah, I'll just swing at the first one then. Uh, here. Five, seven. Yeah, no, so... Um, so you are not able, so even if this was like a toughness or he was a dodging your attack, you wouldn't have hit. Um, sure. so I'm going to say he was trying, obviously the monster doesn't want to get hit. Uh -huh. So as you swing, he, uh, avoids your, uh, chop with his arm and uses a, and he now has, and he is now with the opportunity going to try to grab you. Uh, with his uh, tentacle arm. So when he doesn't attack, he's with his tentacle arm, still has to roll, but just, you know, has to see if he grabs him. And that is a 18. Yeah, that hits. So again, no damage inflicted, but you're now up in the air too. Okay. So we got both of you on the left side, hanging in the air. You can still do stuff, but you're... You're kind of getting uh, molly whopped around. You're, you're still just kind of getting uh, thrown around. And uh, Jacqueline, you're still on, uh, in the ball pit by yourself. And as you're kind of down there and these two are up in the air flailing around, you start to notice pink energy orbs are starting to charge up around the pineapple opus. The pineapple op, uh, The pineapple. Pine octo o octop pine octopus pine octopus man that is hard to say uh, the pine octopus yeah, so so it looks like he's starting to get ready to do some kind of attack uh, but it is your turn so or your guys's turn well 
I haven't gone at all. So, Jake, what are you going to do? Like, I didn't go at all during that last round. Well, now you're going now. Okay. Because I used opportunity, and you see okay. stuff is charging up. I'm just, okay. she was closer to the thing. You're in the air. Of course you can see the glowing blue orb. Yeah. Or pink orbs, excuse me. I guess I'm going to... Are my arms not free? Am I just like... So he's kind of got you. So let's say... Um, here we go. Here's your arms. So ignore my finger on top here. Uh -huh. So your arms are kind of like on top. He's kind of like holding you King Kong style where you're like like a T almost. So your arms are free, but you're not exactly able to move that great. Like, so let me put like I this. I wouldn't be able to like chop off the tentacle that's holding me? You could like... From this position, I would say you're able to get like your arm up here, but you can't get more of a swing than this. There, I would say. You kind of have, like... and your another I, tentacle ever go above me? Well, the other tentacle that would go above you is a hold of our good friend here. So, I'm going to take a chance. <laughs> so, so, odds are, because of where you're at and you're swinging around, mm -hmm. uh, if you do take a chance, you could get a chance strike, I would say, on one mm -hmm. of the tentacles and be in a successful attack if it hits. Okay. Um, but I would say, it, if it's a chance... Because it is a difficult role in this case. Right. I would say that also inquires a snag, though. Or, uh, or a hang-up or a disadvantage. Okay. Um, to make this simple, since it's an attack, if you have... We'll just bring it down the scale. Again, I know I'm pretty sure I'm doing this wrong. But just to make this simple in the sake of keeping the game fun and flowing. Right. Do you want me to roll a normal attack, then? Uh, just roll a flat d20. We'll just make that easy. Okay. Make this easy. Eight. Man. Yeah, so you you swing your axe, hoping to either hit the vine you're swinging from or the vine poor Oscar, or no, yeah, Oscar is swinging from. And instead of doing so, you end up just, as you bring the axe up, knocking yourself on the head. All right. Uh, you don't take damage, but... I'm unconscious. I wouldn't say you're unconscious either. You're just... You I can't. Lose my axe. Yeah, so the axe bounces off your helmet. It falls into the deep part of the ball pit because you're now up in the air, and it's just gone. You no longer have your axe. Uh, for I just go to T pose at this point. <laughs> and you're kind of just like, and you're just kind of now like in the air, floating around. Ah, uh, danger, Will Robinson! Danger, danger! The di I'm Will. Save me! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Whose turn is it? Uh, I guess it's now it's his turn because we're back at the top. Yeah. Okay. Because he took a tag of opportunity. Yeah. So now I am going to. So now, as I mentioned, you see the pink balls charging up, and I and the pine octopus is going to now take a shot at Jacqueline um, with a. Energy with his energy balls attack. Uh, does a uh, I eight for my toughness? Uh, yes. No, no. Okay, so as he shoots his energy balls, they just kind of start shooting all around you in like a weird manner. None of them hitting you, but it's like a rapid fire. Like you're almost having to do like Matrix style stuff. There's so many, but none of them are really hitting you. They're causing. The balls in the pits go everywhere, and it just looks like a war zone of flying energy balls and plastic ball pit balls. Did I notice, like, what- Mom! You can't evade me, Rangers! Well, I just did. So, what are you gonna do? 
Um, did I notice, like, the source on the pine octopus's body, like, where those, like, little lasers came from? Um, you see what I'm saying? I'm reading the attack description now to answer your question. One second. Okay, so yeah, so you see that the energy orbs are coming from, you know those two pink flechette arms I mentioned that aren't really, like, yes. arm arms? Yeah. You start to notice that, that the pink balls, as they emanate after one shoots out, they're emanating kind of from there, I would okay. say. Okay, okay. I will give you that one as a free B. Uh, so you kind of see, like, those arms are starting to emit them, so they're not as worries. They're more worrisome than you initially thought. Right, right. Um, okay, well... Before I deal with the, the pink, squiggly, laser-shooty thingies, I'll try to save my fellow rangers. So, um, you're still grappled? Yeah, yeah. And you're still grappled? Yes. Uh, who's closest to me? Uh, I would say that would be Oscar, because you took out the far right side main swinging arm, and yeah. he is stuck in the second right side swinging arm. Alright, can I try to uh, chop off like the tentacle that's grappling him so that he's freed? Uh, yes. Wouldn't that make him only left-handed after that? Yes. Alright. So all attacks should go from the right after that. And I'm hoping for a I big roll so you that. guys can do something to this behemoth. Yeah. Cool. Ah, fuck me. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. It's a nat one. Yes, you get to yes. use your I can re-roll that. Let's go. Do I re-roll just the d20? Yes. Yes, yes okay. just the d20. Your attack die. I got a two for the d6. Fuck me. <laughs> Is it another nat one? No, it's a two. two. Not it's any like, better. It's slightly better. You, but it's still such it a slap in the face. It doesn't hit me. That's so you. That's, you're right. You're right. But I did. So get you jack go. Shit. You're. So you make con. I'll say this. You make contact with the vine arm. With what is your weapon again? Your spear. Power spear. Your power spear. So you go. You charge. And as you rush and launch your spear javelin style into the vine, hoping to puncture it and cause it to be incapacitated, you just get your spear stuck in it, and it's not coming out. Uh. And now all you've done is really piss off the pine octopus. Yeah. Well, I tried. <laughs> it's a pine pain in the ass. Ooh. Does this thing have like a face? Uh, no. It's it really doesn't have a face. From this picture, from those of you listening, it literally looks like you know um looks you like know the it looks uh, like the real form of the worm from Men in Black, basically. Okay. Like okay. a giant um asparagus with yellow coming out of it, like mustard squirting out of it, with like a uh, red onion-like scarf do, around do it. Do I have like a view down its fucking sarlacc throat? Uh, I would say you can see into its mouth, but you can't like see deep down into it. He's kind of bringing you up in the air and right. around. So. Yeah, I'll try to take a shot in the mouth as much as I can. Okay. Uh, again, since you're kind of being... Uh, thrown around, I'm gonna say it's gonna be a little bit harder, because okay. remember, you're still moving while you can see into it, you're kind of getting waved up and down, and sure. but you can see into it clearly at moments, okay. so. Is that a, like a shift down or anything? I would say that is a shift down, okay. yes. Um, simply just because I think we need to do this, because I don't think it'd be easy while being thrown around by an octopus. 
That's an M1. Oh my god. Don't you, you have your story thing? Yes, yes, I remember you all getting at least two story points throughout this adventure. Oh, fuck. What's usual? I do recall you all getting at least two. Remember, because you helped the citizen, you sent the doggy back to Alpha, yep. and you sent the other one back. Remember, yes, for yeah. helping people, you got two. So if you want, you can. Uh, that's a three and whatever, plus a one or two. I don't care. So I would say... You shoot, and it kind of just goes off into the corner of the ball pit. Okay. Um, but it was in the general vicinity, but it wasn't close. Okay. Uh, trying to see if I have any other skills I can use. Do you want to try... Uh, you could try a targeting skill. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll, I'll give you a targeting. I'll give you an additional action. I'll be a generous Lord GM. Sure. The Morphin Master. Yeah, I'm the MM. M&M. Is &M. that just straight uh, targeting, no modifier? Uh, yes. So okay. if you have like a D2, you can use it, but there's no uh, buff. All right. I'm not going to be that generous. Uh, that's, that's 10 total. Um, how about you get an extra D2? Actually, no. How about you get an extra D6? Sure, fuck <laughs> it. That's 13. Oh, the hell with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, 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 that hits, but it's kind of a wimpy hit. Okay, um, okay that's fair. So you would, so you, you do do some damage to it, not like a significant amount um, and it, 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 and now if it, it lets out a large roar, I'll get you for that. Oh, that's going to be fun. <laughs> all right. Oh, but yeah, I think that's all I got. Gary, I think I made it worse. I'd ask a question, but I have no asks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah, okay. Again, you're still in an arm. I would try to get free from that arm. All right, well, we can tr try to sh sh uh, hit it with this, but I'm untrained in it. Uh, okay, yeah, maybe you're right. I'm going to let you do what you want. I'm sorry. I was yeah, just I'm to... untrained in the blade blaster, so it's like, I'd rather just shoot with it. Okay, uh, just give me a roll. Five. Goes well. <laughs> no, not well at all. So your blade blaster, as you go to shoot, just kind of lets out a little click. Like, even though it's an energy weapon, like it's jammed. Like, you know when you pull a trigger on a gun and it just clicks, the hammer goes forward, but nothing happens? Yeah. Same thing just happened to your blade blaster, essentially. It's just kind of like, Huh. <sighs> you almost never shoot blanks. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I just put my hands behind my head. I'm just going to accept my fate here. I'd like to thank the audience for helping uh, me out with this adventure. <laughs> it's been nice. Okay, so has everyone done their thing? Yeah, I, I think so. Yes? Okay. So the Pinoctopus... I've decided he's going to be a merciful lord, and he is now going to throw uh, Jordan uh, at, uh, across to the shallow end. Um, uh, seven. 
damage? Uh, no, uh, to roll to see if it's successful. Oh, okay. oh! I mean... We can take a seven. Wait. He's grabbing me. I, I don't know. Wait a minute. Because remember, he's got you, and it's yeah. like if he's in his arms, I'm, maybe I'm misunderstanding that part when it comes to letting you go. Do what your heart tells you. Well, it says instead of inflicting damage, he can grapple their targets, and I would say throwing you would count as releasing you from a grapple. Sure. So I would actually say... Uh, yeah, for that, if he's just going to let you go, never mind. Yeah, that's just stupid. What am I doing here? Uh, yeah, so he just throws you and, he, and you land on the other side of the ball. Pit. Okay. You just kind of tumble and he's released you. Sure, am I just like prone or something? Uh, I would say you're just laying on the ground. Yeah, so you're okay. prone, you're not unconscious, but you are on the ground. Right. Uh, and then he is going to then go for Jake with an energy ball. Instead, mm-hmm. for his attack. Of course. To keep it fair. Well, actually, wait. Have I harassed Jacqueline yet? Be honest. Well, just a reminder. Any attack that happens to me immediately will unmorph me. I mean, it could be a real bastard to hit Jacqueline well, Jake. Well, um... <laughs> you, yeah, you can throw well, me Jake, at Jacqueline. Well, Jake, do you have the ability of all for one? You might want to read that. What is it? All know. Might? Oh, no, you, I don't. Oh, you, oh, never mind. Okay. Oh, I thought you had that. Nope. Oh, oh you. Uh, that is, oh, right. He's not All Might. Were we supposed to level up? No. Okay. Making not sure. For this, at the end of this adventure, you would. Okay. Uh, That's what if, I'm making sure. Yeah, no. Because if you were supposed to level up, there's a lot of stuff missing from this adventure. <laughs> this pre written adventure, so. Uh, that is a sad, sad number. I'm not even going to bother telling you it's so low. Okay. Um, so he fails, I would definitely say. Okay. Uh, so he tries to, like, swing you into the the bridge, and instead, as he swings you through, because it's a suspension bridge, he kind of just gets his arm caught on the rope that holds it up, mm-hmm. and then just drops you on the bridge, and you kind of just, like, tumble across. You're still on the bridge while everyone else is mm-hmm. in the ball pit still. Okay. Sounds good. Is I it my think, turn? Yes. I've decided okay. to be a merciful lord. I'm being too mean to you all. I just realized that. No, we're just rolling terribly. Yeah. It's... Yeah. I, so I'll, I guess I'll save this for when we talk about it after. I guess I, I'm just then taking pity. Yeah. Alright, so since both of my comrades have been you know, thrown away, um, hear me out. Can I run up to the creature and try to just use my might to yank one of the the, the pink tentacles, just rip it off his body? Because my might is better than all my weapons. Uh, yeah, you can certainly do that. Uh, yeah, that's what I don't get. Why is it when we do our attacks, we only get one extra die, but everything else gets multiple dice? Uh, I mean, that uh, kind of tracks like well, if you... I only have one well, skill that has you multiple see, Jake, dice. That, that tracks canonically with Power Rangers because they mostly utilize their martial arts skill or like their hand to hand and their brains and their smarts and the traits that made them well, become I, heroes. I'd also say like even in D and D scaling, it's like it, if you're like a level one character, you can start with like a ridiculously high like deception or something, but you're still only gonna have like plus four to attack usually. Or and something remember, like. That. Right. like your rookie rangers as you advance throughout the game. Yeah, no, it's just like, it's ridiculous. It starts you very low. It does start you pretty low. Yeah, yeah. But like, you're almost 
you have a better chance of never hitting. Yeah. With this system. Well, honestly, I I think well, it's weird because like I was reading the difficulty scales when I was going through the adventure. I know this is a sidebar, and we'll probably put. This yeah, on I was like, we should probably yeah. 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 Uh, but and it seemed like at first I'm looking at some of them like some were like ten or twelve or fourteen. I'm like, those don't seem like they'd be that hard to hit. But maybe y'all just aren't having the luck of the dice today. It could be that. Statistically very Statistically so. speaking, it is much harder. <laughs> Well then, yeah. Yeah. It, it it is a little it's a little a little difficult. We might also. I I would just say we're also rolling badly. Yeah, we're rolling yeah. badly, but it's also like. And it's a new system, so it's a little complicated. It's mm-hmm. much less complicated than the Avatar startup we tried. Yeah. Very true. Well, I'll mention that later too. Anyway, so you're gonna try to shoot the arm, or I'm gonna try to rip off rip the, the arm. arm. Yeah. yeah. Your spear is kind of just stuck in it, dangling now. Are you right. pulling the one off with your spear to try to get it back? Oh, because think about it—you could grab your spear with your might and just yeah, he-man it off and get your spear back. Too. May I do that? Yes, you may do that. Sweet. Instead. And since cool. you took my suggestion, I will give you an additional D two. Yay! Please be successful. Fuck me. <laughs> God damn it, Jacqueline! <laughs> it's currently at a twelve. Okay, so three. Five. Fifteen. What? I'm going to be merciful and move this along. Um, So I would say you don't quite rip the arm off with your might. You get a good grip on your spear, and as you go to rip the arm off, you incapacitate the arm, um, but you don't get it all the way clean off. Like, it's now literally the nerve damage is done. So it's just kind of like wailing around randomly. It could still pose a secondary threat. Like, it could accidentally, I guess, whack you or whatever. But it wouldn't like cause damage because it doesn't know what it's doing. It's lost connection to the body. I'll take it. And you, I'll say you were able to retrieve your spear successfully. To be Sweet. Honest. And for that, I will actually give him taking one other thing of damage to be generous to move this along because I think we're just rolling really bad. Yeah. Because yeah. you rolled through some of the other villains pretty easily, and this one I thought was only going to be a little bit tougher, and he seems to be posing a little more of a threat to our heroes. So uh, then, who after Jacqueline, we go to Jordan. Okay, so uh, yeah, I'll guess I'll use my movement to just stand from prone, and then yeah, I'll take another shot with the uh, blade blaster. Go ahead. Uh, well, can I do another targeting to see if it improves my odds a little bit? Uh, yes. You okay. May. Oh my God, that's I get that on the targeting check, but not on the right. Back. I don't know where the pin went. Okay, so so on the targeting, I get a twenty-four. Uh, let's see, targeting. I would say that's yeah, that's probably gonna affect his toughness, not so much his evasion. Does that give me edge on the d twenty? Please. Uh, You said twenty-four was your total. Yeah. Yeah, you hit regardless. Okay. I just didn't know which one to classify it as, but I'll say you hit and very successfully. Uh, not quite a crit, but okay. definitely a successful <sighs> merc to where he is getting pretty battered and bruised. Like he's he's okay. down a peg. Uh, another co- actually, I'd say you knocked him down two more pegs. So uh, he is he's getting there. You're getting away yeah. at him. Um, so Jake, what is our friend Gary gonna do? Because he's now kind of laid out on the bridge. Uh, can I like if I like crawl to the side? Can I still see him? 
Yeah, like I said, you're on the bridge. You're still in plain sight of him. You're just kind of like laying on the bridge now because he dropped you there. And right. I, I'm going to like take... I'm like pretty damaged at this point, so I'm going to take my gun and I'm going to shoot at him. Okay. Like there's not much else I can do at this point. So So anyway, you start blasting. Yeah, it's a seven. <laughs> so I get out my gun and I just start blasting everywhere but him. You're right. <laughs> Gee, if I knew you were this bad a shot. Right? Like You miss every shot you don't take, but I miss every shot I do take. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna take one D four of hey, emotional who said that? damage. Okay, uh, Okay, so uh, uh, okay, um, so he's just gonna charge up his energy balls, and he's gonna go for Jacqueline. Uh, does a thirteen hit? Nobody, nobody, no. So he fires his energy balls at you, and they just kind of dissipate before they make contact with you. Red Ranger. So it literally like gets up right in front of you, and then it just like. Fizzles away. That's your move, I guess. Oh right. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't want to try my might again because I feel like that'll be cheap if I just only do my might instead of actually using my weapons. So now that I've got my power spear again, I will try to stab like that one pink tentacle that I had like sort of halfway ripped before and see if I can just finish the deed. You got this. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Seven. I blame Jake because we've been very in sync with our rolls tonight and he rolled a seven first. It's true. <laughs> Your attack just bounces right off of him. Damn. Like, it just, at this point, it literally ricochets like a Roadrunner cartoon. Whoa! Gary! Or, 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 or Oscar. Oscar, do something. Oscar. Yeah, so. That, like anything. That hit was pretty successful. Uh, and I know he's pretty bloodied. Can I just run up to him with my hammer? Sure, yeah. All right. And... Net one. Fucking story point. Yeah. Last one. That's 14. Fuck it. Close enough. <laughs> so you're able to successfully make contact with him, but because... It's not close, but I'm being generous. While you do do uh, some damage to him, and he's still alive, but he's on his last legs, like life okay. support bound, your hammer s shatters as you make contact with him. Your hammer is gone. Cool. I permanently lose the item in the game I'm never playing again. Ouch. You don't like this game that much? Wow. No, I mean, I'll probably play again, but if I did, I'd have a different character sheet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely next time. Yeah. Anyway. So, on to Gary. Can you finish off the monster, Gary? Uh, I guess I have to step up, stand up, and jump into the ball, a pit of balls with my sword and attack him. I'm just going to go with a downward strike. Okay, roll for me. 16. That actually hits correctly. Nice. So I'm going to say you successfully strike the monster with your blade from your blade blaster in a nice whooshing motion. You just see uh, sparks and flames fly everywhere, and you hear him start to welter out. Oh, this is 
it over. Empress Rita will have her victory. Ah! As he falls to the ground, sparks fly up from the floor like in true Power Rangers flashing because they don't have blood in Japanese TV shows. Of course. So you have successfully defeated the Pinoctopus. After Yay. defeating the Pinoctopus, you instantly hear doot, 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 and it's Alpha 5 coming over on the communicator. Ay, 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 Rangers, you did it! You defeated the Pinoctopus! Oh, I'm so proud of you! We were able to save all the people affected by the cardboard dust. All of the Pineapple Clown's victims have been transported home safe and sound. Report back to the command center as soon as you're finished there. Oh, and you might want to tell the parents that their children are home safe. Ay, 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 ay! I'll let you guys take care of this. I'm going to take a nap right here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just going to go to sleep on top of the bridge. So We the, did it, team! I'm taking a nap. As you're just kind of leaning up on the bridge, uh, the parents of the children uh, emerge out of the clown car, feeling it's safe to come out. Mm-hmm. They approach you and say, We can't thank you enough, Rangers. We work on the Aegeus Corps, a project that the city... Uh, and a project that projects the city by blocking the transmissions that allows monsters to grow within the city and attack unexpectedly. The evil clown tried to force us to give up the location of the inner workings of the Aegeus Corps so that General Pulsa could send her monsters here anytime she pleases. You haven't saved just us. You've saved the whole city. Thank you, Power Rangers. Thank you. The corporation wasn't evil? What were you thinking? Uh, Nothing. (laughs) Okay. Uh, well, dun, dun, dun. Well, well, thanks. <laughs> uh, don't you have like a like a bat cave or something to go back to? Yeah, we'll do that. And I teleport away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you teleport back to the command center, all of you. Alpha 5 greets you at the command center, exclaiming, Ay, 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 ay! You stopped Pineapple the Clown from forcing those scientists to turn the Aegeus Corps. Uh, because of you, General Repulsa, Repulsa can't attack Angel Grove with monsters by directly dropping giant monsters. I'm so proud of you. Turning to Zordon, he bestows his great approval upon all of you. Rangers, you have gone above and beyond what was expected of you. You have risen to the challenge not only by defeating Pinoctopus and by saving Angel Grove from yet another General Repulsa's devious plans, you have truly earned the right to bear the name Power Rangers. And the... Rangers all join in unison, putting their hands in together as they raise them to the sky, screaming, Power Rangers! I kind of want the two of them to be like up in the air jumping. I just have my fist up in the air while I'm laying down. Oh, I'm just imagining, you know, that one... <laughs> gif where it's the yellow ranger she does like a little pose and then like there's like all these sparks and it looks like she's fucking farting like massively yes <laughs> that is from tokyo real fast that is from go andre yeah so I die on that with forever. that being Why? said uh my thoughts on the game as the godly power rangers fan as pighead as the sound that i am uh, I like the game. It definitely, the story-wise, to me, it reminds me of a longer detective story of an episode of Power Rangers. A lot less action in the beginning, more exposition, uh, and figuring out what's going on. Um, in terms of how the dice system works, uh, it's interesting. I'm not saying it's bad. It's this is a game you're definitely going to want to like do session zero of like. And I'm not talking to make your characters. I mean like just running the the set the adventure in the back of the book. 
a couple of times before maybe you create your long campaign to make sure you fully understand it. Uh, and it's just because it's new. It's only like a month old. It's brand freaking new. Uh, but that being said, I think it's cool. You get to make your own rangers. And I'm bummed I didn't get to make a character in this game. So if we ever play this again, I am not DMing this. Uh, but what do you guys think? I feel like we all kind of came to the same conclusion of like doing uh, dice instead of uh, adding points to roll. It sounds really cool on paper, but in practice, I, I mean, a lot of uh, tonight was just bad luck, but also it creates a much wider margin uh, of error. And that's kind of, uh, it cuts into how much of a power fantasy game this is. Like it's supposed to be like, yeah, you're, like, even in your civilian forms, the Power Rangers are, like, these cool kids who, like, know what they're doing. And then, like, when they're Rangers, they're even better. But, like, having the potential of, like, your plus four to attack just being a plus one for this turn, that does kind of limit uh, the mechanical viability of that uh, gameplay experience. Yeah, I think it would be nice if... Because I was also really excited to have multiple dice that you roll instead, because I always think that's really fun. But yeah, I mean, it's statistically harder and, you know, couple that with bad luck and being someone who always rolls poorly, it's just a recipe for disaster. So it would be kind of nice if they had modifiers still, just probably like a, a lower number modifier as opposed to being like, you know, something outrageous, like something like higher than a plus four or five, maybe. So just like smaller modifiers, I think would actually make a huge difference. Yeah. But otherwise, I, I thought it was really fun. Um, the mechanics all are very reminiscent of Power Rangers, which is really cool. Um, and it was it was also like fairly easy to to pick up. Yeah, it's an easy game to learn. It's just like the dice, the dice system is the one of the worst systems I've seen. I might almost say I feel like it would be easier the dice system if it was like you roll your d20 to see if your action is successful, right? Yeah. And then you roll whatever that attack die was like. If you have a plus d8, that's just your attack die. You know, like an eight's the highest you can hit. I feel like that would make a little bit more sense and I almost feel like so that's why do D &D. I feel yeah, yeah we, I almost feel like later some Someone in the comments is going to be like, well, that's how it was supposed to be, but they wanted to do it this way. Yeah. Or, like, I, I hope if I, they do come out with a second edition of this game, like they're planning to I, in I've, the future, to, like, change it to that. I felt like there... I was expecting there to be much more of a gap between the roles we were doing as civilians and the roles we were doing as the Rangers. I don't know if there's a modifier we were missing or something, but, uh, yeah, that seemed like... It, it's one thing if... Like, we're kind of going around uh, town and, like, we're rolling and we're getting some and we're missing some. But then, like, at the end of the adventure, we morph and, like, suddenly we're getting all the rolls. This, it didn't really feel like there was that much of a measurable difference other than a few, like, minor stat boosts. Right. I mean, it's also early in the game. But, yeah, I can see where you're, where that, where you're coming from with that. Uh, but I, w I would say this is definitely something worth visiting again uh, if you're curious about this game. I would say it's definitely worth maybe doing a longer story simply to just see if it gets better with the sure. dice rolls as you go on. Um, but starting out, it is a little a little dicier than I was expecting. Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> that wasn't even intentional, actually. That was a complete accident. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's fun. I would definitely say on a scale of 1 to 10, I, I, I give it a, a, a 6.5. Worth the play. A little tricky on the dice. Could probably, honestly, I feel like 
if you wanted to, to dumb it down, just make it like D&D where the D8 is like that, like I said, mm-hmm. I, I feel like people would still enjoy this game as much as with the real system for it. So Yeah, I feel like this game would be fine if it was just straight up, you know, Dungeons and Dragons 5e. Uh, but, I mean, like, the other thing is, is Power Rangers, I mean... Clearly, people probably playing this might not be kids, obviously. There's a higher chance it's not kids. But if it was more targeted for kids, I feel like something like the um, West End's games, Star Wars game that we played, that system would be a lot better for something like yeah, this. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Yeah. Like, no, where yeah. it's a bunch of D6s, that would have been a lot better for a game like this, in my opinion. Yeah. Especially if you're like, oh, you get all these dice with it. Like, yeah, that's fine. That game makes sense for something like that, but here it's just kind of like it becomes a hindrance after a while. Yeah, so you have all these dice. I'm like, yeah, I have all these dice, and my chances of getting one on all of them are actually higher now. Yeah, there's a big difference between like uh, going from 1d6 to 2d6 versus going from a d20 to a d20 plus a d4. Yeah. Yeah, like, the highest you can get is, like, 24, and the lowest you can get is, like, a 2. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, it creates a larger margin for error. Mm-hmm. I, now, granted, it might also be that, as first-time GMing, I might not have explained it very well, too. It's it's entirely possible, but overall, it's it's a game that's at least worth a look. Definitely yeah. worth a look. Um, if you can... I, I would say this is more like a collect, more of like a shelf piece, though. Even if you're a, a tabletop gamer or a Power mm-hmm. fan like me, this is more like a cool thing to just have, I would oh, say, too. Oh, absolutely. Or, I mean, this and, DM screen is beautiful. It's, oh, absolutely. And as, like, your first time DMing, you did a good job. One of the lessons that a lot of us learn as DMing is, um, as you learned, you have to learn to let people win after a while you if people aren't having fun yeah you've lost the entire game yeah completely. no if no one's having fun the game's done uh, yeah. so letting be like fudging rule fudging the rules fudging rules as a dm is absolutely fine you don't always have to tell us that it's nice that you did but it's something that yeah. we do often because like the whole point of this is to have fun. It's not yeah, for us to like... It's not to be like a punishing thing. Yeah, I we're, think We're I not sh- playing Dark Souls. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that's yes. the problem I kept running into. I was like, you kept getting the low rolls, and I was like, damn it! Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Whatever. Threw it all out the window. I, I'd say, I mean, especially in a one-shot, obviously for the game like this, that is the case. I'd say in a, more of a campaign, it is more of a case of learning a way to keep the story rolling with the little rolls. Like, this Mm -hmm. made me picture a very funny scenario where the rangers got defeated by the pineapple octopus on their first adventure, and, like, the very low, like, Rita, as lowly henchman, ends up becoming, like, their archenemy. It's like a Shadow of Mordor thing, where, like, the fucking pineapple octopus keeps rising in Rita's ranks. Yeah, honestly, that I can see that as a fun like campaign thing. Yeah, like they're finding story hooks and that sort of thing. But honestly, like you did really well with knowing the rules and just like the fucking performance was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, I love Power Rangers, and I know a lot of these character voices as well, somewhat. Like my Goldar, I'm pretty good about. Uh, Bulk and Skull, eh, you know. But it, it, that's part of the fun of Power Rangers is. Being ridiculous and a little over the top with things. That's part of the charm, I think, it has to it. Um, but yeah, I would definitely say this is more tailored to, like, not a one-shot, a, a longer campaign. And mm-hmm. if someone ever wants to try to write one, I will play it. But 
Uh, I don't have the patience for that. So <laughs> I will wait till they come out with another adventure book. And oh wait, they I, they do have another adventure book at the carnival. So maybe we'll revisit this game again then. Well, until next time, we are your friendly dorks down the hall. And next time we are going to be playing what, Jake? Next time we're going to be playing uh, Star Trek from the same people who did the Dune game. Almost the basically the exact same system. Um, it'll be like going through a whole episode of Star Trek. Uh, and it should be pretty fun, even if you've never watched Star Trek. I'm not the biggest Star Trek person. That's Jordan. I got this as a Christmas present for him last time. And I also said on top of that, I'll DM it. So I'll be DMing um, this game, which is in like the next generation era. So I do know that more. I know um, next gen well. So that's good Picard enough Is Picard an NPC? No. Oh, he should be if it's that era. No, but I can just try to do his voice because there are captain's logs I have to do. There's no way I'm not doing a Luke Picard. If like you need to do a Patrick Stewart. Yeah, absolutely. You do. You do. You I do. am you absolutely do. gonna do a Patrick Stewart. All right. Well, until next time, we are your friendly dorks down the hole. Roll with big dice energy and good night.